Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. This is Everything Home. The transformational show about life, laughter, and the pursuit of happiness delivered by good people doing good business and good things. Let's take the word freedom. Wouldn't it be great to have more professional freedom, personal freedom, and how about financial freedom? Every week, Michelle Swinnick, the queen of quality content, interviews experts, entrepreneurs, professionals, and purpose-driven people to share their stories, their passions, and provide real-life, tangible takeaways. Get ready to be entertained, yet learn some incredible information. This is Everything Home, and this is Michelle Swinnick. It's Nooner in America, Corruption County, Arizona, and time to start your week off right with Michelle and Everything Home Talk Radio Show. We're your censorship-free, safe space, sanctuary, speakeasy for patriots. Our Motivated Monday Live Studio audience are shaking their heads saying, Arizona, you never ruin an opportunity to disappoint us. You approve fraudulent elections and don't want to decertify. You keep the borders wide open. You don't change the clocks. By the way, we're now on Pacific Time. Our talk radio show is live Mondays at 12 p.m. Pacific Time. And our TV show on TV is now live Fridays at 4 p.m. Pacific time. And it's been 12 days since you passed the law and gave a big middle finger to every voter by taking away our rights to elect our choice for representation and you still haven't fixed it. And now you need Democrat support to do it. Ain't gonna happen. Ain't gonna, ain't gonna happen. This time it was targeted at the precinct committee men, but it exposed the tyrannical power of the Arizona government. And just how quickly their agendas can be implemented when they want something to happen. This bill was unanimously passed in the House and Senate, and Governor Doug Dushi signed it into law all in a matter of hours. Amazing how fast government can work when it wants to, we the people. If that doesn't make you realize it's all of the elected elite versus we the people, I'm not sure how to make it more clear. It's time we all unite and come together come together. Don't have the sound by it, but I will for next time. Go to savemyfreedom.us, savemyfreedom.us. Join us so much because, you know, when they're coming for you, as Freddie's coming for you, you want to make sure you have some friends backing you up. Put on your common sense caps with the people. Remember, once you commit, everything changes. Grab your pen and paper for all the quality content you're about to hear. It's no more excuses, motivation, and mobilization march. Time to make your business, your life, and this country better. Take action, BLC. I think you all know that I've always felt the nine most terrifying words in the English language are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. 
You need to listen to that and remind yourself of that every day. Today's topic is on episode 296, Red Pilling America to Save Her, American Perspective from Moms, California Candidate Who Loves the Constitution. It's kind of like an urban legend, conservative, common sense strategist, grassroots gal for governor of Oregon, blending golf and God movement, passionate patriots take back America current state of Islam and Iran with special guests Bill Poirier, Alice Inferno, and Claire Lopez, all delivered by our partners in the Everything Home Socially. God, just referral network and marketplace are good people doing good business and good things. Today's lineup is loaded with freedom, freedom loving and fierce fighters. Joshua Reed, Red Pill Project, and host of the Daily Dose and Conversations on the Fringe podcast. Talking media censorship and freedom. Noel Roberts, the American Perspective of Moms. The warriors who are rising up to take back of America. Diane Harkey's candidate for supervisor in Orange County, California, who loves the Constitution. You know, the silent majority. Nelsa Alvarez, conservative common sense strategist for the Faith and Freedom Coalition. Restore seven and Latinos for Tennessee. Amber Richardson, grassroots girl for governor of the uh, blue state of Oregon, passionate patriots standing up for freedom and sitting shotgun in Michelle's patriotic soapbox are three very special guests. At 1 p.m., Bill Poirier, Poirier, very fancy, a nonprofit organization blending golf and God to help kids become better Americans and Christians. And at 1.30, Alice Inferno hosted the American Ammo on 9.60 a.m., the Patriot here in Phoenix, Arizona, saving America by showing up. And at 2 p.m., Claire Lopez, the current state of Islam in Iran. You gotta say it like that, Iran. It's much more dangerous than you realize. Oh, he is bad, people. So be sure to stick around for this, the entire show. Facts, truth, take action, items, resources, and of course, a little entertainment. Visit everythinghomeaboutus.com. Everything home about us.com. That is your take action menu with everything you need to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life, and make a difference, especially in your communities. One location for all the information, the ultimate resource platform. Breaking news. The Department of Homeland Security released new rules, yet newer rules, on extremism. And they'll target anyone who questions the 2020 election or challenges the COVID narrative. I kind of thought that was the last time that they released it, maybe a month or two ago, and then a couple months before that. Mm, Pretty much everything I talk about on the show um, and all the time and everybody that listens. So, again, more important than ever that we come together, right? Because uh, we don't want uh, when the poop hits the fan, you want to have some friends. So go to SaveMyFreedom.us. SaveMyFreedom.us. It's also on our Take Action menu. Join us. It's free. And we've got all kinds of incredible resources to not only promote your business, but for the patriots to stick together, work together, join together, buy and sell each other's products and services, and then uh, unite to get the message out and to, uh, I don't know, help out with some of these uh, campaigns that we're working on, like EasySavesAmerica.us, like, you know, the two minutes to decertify the Arizona 2020 election, a nice way to easily and uh, uh, effectively uh, notify via email to all the Arizona legislators to say, hey, guys, uh, why don't you go ahead and, and approve that HDR 2033 and let's get this country back on track. So go to uh, I'm giving you all kinds of websites and I don't want to do that. But anyway, we will talk a little bit more about that later. It is March 14th, day 729 of 15 days to slow the spread. Snap out of it. It's also day 416 of the Biden-Obama Nazi regime, which is the most successful administration in the history of America at accomplishing their agenda 
of destroying our country. And oh, Biden is the largest trafficker of human and sex slaves on the planet. Don't forget that, people. It is all by design. It is intentional. Now it's time to meet the partners of the Everything Home Socially Conscious Referral Network. Today's topic is on episode 296, Red Pilling America to Save Our American Perspectives from Moms, California candidate who loves the Constitution, conservative common sense strategist, grassroots gal for Governor Oregon, blending golf and God movement, passionate patriots take back America, current state of Islam and Iran, with special guest Bill Pilbaye. Allison Inferno and Claire Arrope. Let's get ready to rumble! First up is Joshua Reed. He's the founder of Red Pill Project and host of the Daily Dose and Conversations on the Fringe podcast. He's a member of the Censorship Club, might even be the Presidente, Navy veteran and proud American citizen who is fighting for your freedom. Audience, big round of applause. <laughs> Joshua, how are you today, my friend? Michelle, I am doing fantastic. How are you doing? I'm good. I uh, ran into a little glitch last night, and I did, they don't promote the uh, time zone thing, and for some reason, I didn't hear it anywhere, and I listened to a lot of nationwide shows and information, and no one seemed to talk about it. It's like they just want you to screw up your whole day. Uh, anyway, we're back on track, but uh, yeah, other, other than that... Uh, other than that, a little glitch. Again, Arizona just never disappoints a moment to, uh, you know, make our lives more inconvenient and miserable here in the once great state of Arizona. But anyway, um, what's going on in your world, my friend? Uh, well, you know, tons of research, Michelle, into a lot of the things that are happening. You know, uh, on our podcast, The Daily Dose, we talk a lot about the global unfolding conspiracy and what I predicted two years ago as the Firestorm event the firestorm event was going to be um, a, a global economic collapse. It was going to be political instability here in the United States. It was going to be cyber attacks on our infrastructure. It was going to be disruptions in the global supply chain. And most importantly, it was going to be destabilization in the South China Sea, Middle East, and Eastern Europe. And look at everything that we're seeing. It was almost like I had the playbook of exactly what these people were going to do. Yeah, just think of what is best in the world, and the complete opposite is what they're doing. So if you just go, okay, it's just a mess. Way to go, guys. All right, this is awesome. Okay. So well, the, um, the, yeah. But the problem is, Joshua, uh, it's all happening at the same time, which you, you want to talk about. Remember the movie The Perfect Storm? Uh, it's that times uh, a trillion, which, you know, they just passed the 1.5 1. 5 trillion omnibus bill in the middle of the night. So they love the trillions. So it's Perfect storm times a trillion. Well, that's it. And you know what? It goes back to George Bush's neocon days of shock and awe. Mm-hmm. Shock and awe, because that's what they're talking about here. They want to shock and awe the American people out of their freedom, out of their sovereignty, out of their wealth, out of their homes, and they want them to completely dependent upon the American socialist government system of this Build Back Better system that they're trying to bring in here to the United States of America, of everything that's derived from the World Economic Forum, from Klaus Schwab uh, to ESG standardizations, you know, that's being brought down into the banks. And that's really what's happening in the backdrop that nobody's paying attention for. We have everything as, as a distraction. And luckily, you know what, and I, I mean, fortunately, I'm not saying luckily, I don't support Putin, I don't support China and G. But uh, these people realize that there's no power for them within this new world order, and they are fighting back against the system. And we're seeing everything from the Azov, the Nazi Fourth, uh, the Fourth Reich rising up in Ukraine, to doing, uh, you know, genetically targeted um, 
bioweapon uh, um, um, crimes against Russian citizens. These bioweapons were formed by the United States government, by the United States Intelligence Agency, funded by them. They were funding far-right radical extremism, Nazism in Ukraine. China's asking the UN for the United States to come forth and give all the information on this. Russia's asking for the, the same thing, and they're presenting the evidence. So this is uh, definitely a critical point in this, uh, the storm that we're seeing happen, Michelle. You know, everything that you said is, um, you know, people might say, oh, that's crazy. That's a conspiracy theory. It's all 100% true, people. And it's been happening for a while. And it's just, it's escalating now. And it's really compounding, you know, like a compound interest. And, it, and, it, and they've gotten to the point where it's like a, a wounded animal and a, like a rabid wounded animal. And what it happens when you kind of put them into the corner, uh, all hell breaks loose, right? So you better just, you know, and that's exactly what you're seeing now. So um, I... It's almost just uh, there's a lot of people who don't who don't follow any of this stuff, and it's kind of I would think it's almost hard because there's a lot of people like you that have shows that talk about this. You're not going to see it on the mainstream media, Mockingbird Media, but we know that already. Um, but it, it's getting to the point where uh, it's literally going to hit the fan. And I don't know if it's something big's going to happen this week or next week, but um, things that we know and how uh, the way that you're living, like even about the, the food supply and the food rationing, um, you, you're talking things that w- will make people's heads explode when they decide to tune in. But at that point, it's almost a little on the too late side. Do you want to comment on that, that Josh, about where people um, – really just need to pull their head out of the uh, sand and their arses at this point. Otherwise, you're going to get left behind, which is not a good right. thing well, to be. You're watching a manufactured collapse of the global ecosystem. This is the social, yeah. the political, and the economic. And what we have to do as American citizens is we have to prepare for the worst and hope for the best. And we have to hope that we, are, we get through with our red wave in November and that you know, Trump comes in as Speaker of the House. We've heard this plan before and that we can actually take back our country. But in the meantime, what we need to do is we need to prepare ourselves, our families, our friends – uh, is it, the best we can do. You know, if you go to the grocery store, buy just a little bit more. Buy doubles of everything and just don't eat that double, store it into the pantry. Keep fresh water. Get water purification tablets. Get everything that you can get to potentially survive a month, two months, or three months without what you have. And that's the best option for people out there because we are at a critical moment in history, and these globalists, they've done crimes against humanity. And they understand that if November actually comes, their heads will roll, and they don't want that. So you you're right, Michelle. Something is going to happen before that time frame, before that November time frame. It's going to be major. It's going to be a manufactured black swan event. And we as American citizens need to prepare. And, uh, you know, this is what we talk about every night, Michelle. It's, it's exactly this, is how we need to have the information. We have to be weaponized with the information of the truth of what's happening and how it's happening and why it's happening, but also how to protect ourselves and take care of ourselves. Yeah, it's uh, it is a scary point. It, it's almost like it, you couldn't write a movie like this, and no, you wouldn't watch it. People wouldn't pay to go see it because it's like that's just never. None of this would ever happen. Uh, it's happening, so you just need, like as you said, to be prepared. You need the content, and then you need, uh, I don't know, a little bit of oomph in in uh, in, in your in your gatherings of people. Like you know, it's, it might be time to clean house a little bit there too. Um, you know, what do they say? The five people that you, you spend the most time with, blah, blah, blah. So give your website, Josh, plug how you, when the show is on and, and anything that's coming up that you want to share with everybody. 
Yeah, so uh, firstly, we have a docu-series coming up called Slave Matrix. You can find that at slavematrix.com. That's about the, uh, the, the transition of this legal slave state into the metaverse digital slave state, the dehumanization of humanity through digital technocracy. That's coming out here in around the May time frame. It's going to be a docu-series. You can find that at slavematrix.com. Uh, we have the, the Restore Our Republic or Save Our Republic Tavern Tour. That's me and a few other influencers are going to be going around the country to different taverns and bars and talking to the people and really a public public forum and kind of like a town hall sense of fashion and really warning and getting people prepared for what is really coming. More information on that coming. They can find all that information really on redpills.tv, which is our primary web address. You can find all of our podcasts there, redpills.tv. That's plural. And uh, my, my podcast, The Daily Dose, is uh, the geopolitical, the geoeconomic update of what is really happening in the world. We go over a lot of this and much, much more. That is Monday through Thursday, 6.30 p.m. Mountain Time, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And that's on Rumble and uh, what we just well, we're censored off on Twitch. We're indefinitely suspended, so we're not on Twitch anymore, but we're on Rumble, be live till uh, we're going to be on Frank's speech by the end of this week. Uh, oh, good. And we're on Roku. We're on the Patriot Podcast Network on Roku. Uh, you can find all of that linked up on redpills.tv. We're also we'll go live on that channel. And, uh, yeah, and then at the end of this week, I'll be potentially speaking in Arizona at Tim Foley's event there, uh, just waiting for confirmation on that. So more information to come on the redpills.tv. Awesome. And then let me know about Arizona uh, since uh, I'm going to be heading out there and um, we can meet up. Awesome. Um, righty. So uh, I encourage everybody to go check him out because you're going to get these facts and this information. And, you, you know, you just even if you got to go in, you go in 10 minutes, you got 10 minutes, go in, get, 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 get your information and then uh, jam out if that's all you can do. But you need to get you need to get something every day. And that's an incredible resource to go to to get the facts because you're not going to get it uh, in in any other conventional source that you've always gone to in the past. And we're at a very dangerous time, so you need the information. So thank you, Joshua, and keep up the great work fighting for our country. Thank you so much, my friend. Thanks, much a lot. Bye. Oh, yeah. So it's a lot. I know it's a lot for a lot of people, but not for the people that listen to this show and these types of shows, but it is coming. And speaking of, uh, well, I mentioned food rationing. That's what Mike Adams was talking about today on the podcast. He's been talking about it for a while. We were talking about, uh, you know, you're talking about supply chain on 1217. I'm going to keep it tight today, everybody. So don't worry about it. So um, uh, there are supply chain issues. We already know that. And you think that you just, uh, you were seeing some stuff during the COVID. It's going to be much worse than that. So if you want, tune into him, Health Ranger, right? You can go over to brighttown.tv or the Health Ranger uh, report. And it's on all these shows that uh, the people that come on our shows and the shows that we watch, they're all on our, on our, our must listen to page, must listen to page. And that is on our website, which you can go to the take action menu, everything home about us.com, everything home about us.com and scroll and look and you'll see must listen to. So it's there. It's easy way to find all these amazing shows from these amazing people. You know, the messages that matter from the people you need to know about 1218. So, um, I just wanted to mention, so not only do you need to have the content and the information, we've been talking about this literally for 14 or 15 months, you need to be prepared. I'm going to say this. You've got to have, you know, like food preppers. This this, this shit's real. This It's real, right? So Mike Adams, the Bright Town store has incredible, uh, incredible supplies for them. And my Patriot Supply does too. Our promo code HOME, right? They donate a, a portion of your proceeds, portion of the proceeds, portion of the, the, the um, 
oh my God, where's my brain today? A portion of your total purchase price to our uh, groups and nonprofit organizations that help vets, pets, kids, and freedom. Primarily, we're focusing on the freedom groups because they're the ones who get no money. Like they don't get the $500 million of your tax dollar from Planned Parenthood, but they're the ones that are actually making the biggest differences. So head on over to there. You can go to everythinghomeaboutus.com, right? Yeah. EverythingHomeAboutUs.com, and you'll see the Marketplace tab. There's also, I broke them down if you want to get some, um, if you want to get some uh, patriotic gear, right? You need a shirt, you want a hat, you want uh, a flag. And if you want to get, uh, as for your body, right, for your body, you want some supplements, some immune-boosting immune supplements. Zeb Zelenko's is over there. That's promo code HOME2. And then you've also got, don't forget, Mike Pillow, Mike uh, Lindell, you get up, uh, up to all the percentages off, and he even donates 20%. So head over to the Marketplace, and you're always going to get incredible discounts that you're not going to go get if you use directly. So head over to there, you'll see Marketplace. And then go buy some stuff. But, yeah, you might want to get some supplies. All right, it's 1220. got to get back on track here. All right, my next guest is Noelle Roberts. She is an interviewer extraordinaire and host of American Perspective, who's sharing the truth with American families and faith and freedom-loving a mother's audience. Big round of applause. Noel, I can't sing your song because it's not Tis Your Season. How are you? Michelle, you can always sing my song. It's a year-round <laughs> song. I'm great. How are you? I am good. Uh, so you've got a I'm new a show that you just launched? Girl. You what? I did. I just launched. I, I said I'm a year-round kind of girl. Summer all the time. Um, so, yeah, I just launched a new show. Thanks again for having me on today, by the way. And to Joshua, who was just on, I met him at Reawakening. Just going to say hi to him. And when you're in town, Josh, if you're still on, please look me up as well. I'd love to have you on now that I have a studio to work with at Hub Radio Phoenix is where I'm working out of. So, yeah, it's called American Perspective. Just came up with it. Still coming up with uh, kind of the intros and things. We're still working on some details, but doing interviews already. So going to be coming up with those things pretty quick. Um, in fact, I have three people on board for this Thursday, uh, and I'm on, you know, I'm in school right now. I'm in my third year of my bachelor's, so I'm on spring break this week, so no rest for the weary. I'm going to be working uh, media on my vacation week, and um, in addition to American Perspective, which you can check out on my YouTube channel soon at PatriotMom007, and also Hub Radio Phoenix, they have their channel as well. I think they've already got po- some things posted. Um, I actually am doing a lot of events around town, kind of what I wanted to share too today, and just did the race, uh, NASCAR racing on Saturday, the Xfinity Series was a great day, was invited out there, and be posting some of that here pretty soon, and this coming weekend, everybody who's listening, uh, out at Hidden Lake, it's called, it's between Buckeye and Tonopah, so it's a little ways out there, not going to lie. Uh, there's a big two-day concert series coming up with uh, Josh Scott Music. You can check him out online. He's got the lineup on there, but a bunch of great stars, country music. I'm sure he's going to have a lot of personalities out there. It's a two-day event on Friday, Saturday, so please check that out. I'm going to be running around doing my thing, listening to music in between. So it's just been crazy, Michelle, since I saw you. I talked to you on January 24th. Uh, it's been go 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 like you trying to keep up for sure and uh we have a lot of good things happening 
So Hidden so, Lake, I never knew it existed. Is there actually a lake there, or is it hidden because it's a so joke that we're in the middle of the desert? So it's kind of it's interesting, not going to lie. It is a lake. I looked it up. <laughs> there is a lot of dirt around the lake, so it's not like okay. it's not like Lake Pleasant. But there's water. There's a body of water. I think they have little paddle boats. They allow like so okay. many boats on oh. the lake at a time. There's some camping. Okay. I got a hotel close, like ten minutes away. There's not a lot of hotels, but luckily I got one. Um, looking forward to seeing how that's going to be. Um, it's and so far away. I mean, I'm you my have own to sheet. get a hotel. I'm, it, it's, it's far away. It's an hour and 45 minutes from Midtown, and I live oh 25 God. minutes north of Midtown. So it's like two hours and 20 minutes one way. And it's a concert. <laughs> so, you know, it'll be up to – but I know. Well, it's the thing is – I, I mean, I think I'm hoping I can enjoy the the, the music oh at night. God. So I don't want to be driving back, maybe no. some years, you know, no. like really enjoy it. Um, so it's going to be fun. Everybody needs to check it out. Josh Scott Music, that's where you can find that information. And I'll be posting this week, actually, a recent interview I did with him out at the Cary Lake Rally a couple of weeks ago in Morristown at a rodeo ground, super fun venue. Met him, and uh, I'll be popping that interview up on at Patriot Mom 007 YouTube this week as well. So, all right. So, tell me a little yeah, bit about the show. I've got a couple minutes here. I want to I want to get so a little uh, a little down and dirty as to why it's sure why it's why it's different and what kind of a spin you're putting on it because we want people to go check yeah. it out and then we want them to uh, keep tuning in. So, tell us Subscribe, tell us about the show. Like and share. Yeah, so what I decided to do, since I was doing this interview thing anyway, kind of on the fly, I just thought, you know what, I'm going to make it a little bit more substantial and direct it a certain way. So I've been a manicurist for 30-plus years. So all I do for a living every single day, six days a week, is talk to people holding their hands and feet, right? That's just what I do. Strangers I meet, and they just – it's just, you know, it's a good place to really get to know people in my business. And that's what I've done all these years. So I thought, you know – why don't we look at it a different way? I love the candidacy part. Of course, we have to hear about people, what there are, of course, but we always hear about that. And let's, I thought, let's hear about the other side of the people, not the talking points on the door hanger or at the next event they're going to do, but let's just talk to them and see who they are. Because today's day, you can't judge people on their candidate talking points. Everybody has the similar ones. You really need to start looking at people personally, I believe, about their families, where they came from, how they grew up, what their real thoughts are, not just their onstage thoughts. And so I hope to bring a little bit more personable content so people can start really listening to what these people have to say who are on um, running for office and can maybe have a different way to gauge these days because we all know half people don't believe the candidates anyway. So I think by looking at them as a person versus a candidate, I think maybe it'll give people a, just a teeny bit of an edge when they're trying to pick somebody at the ballot box to say, hey, they talked about this with their family. They talked, oh, they grew up here. I grew up there. I know the hometown. I know how people are there. You know, just to have some sort of other way to judge. Get what I'm doing? My, my, advice, my advice to everybody is when you see an R next to their name, that actually means rhino mm-hmm. until they prove to you they're not. End of story. Because just yeah, based on even exactly. what happened in Arizona last week where all of the legislators went and took away our rights to actually elect Crazy. our representatives, as far as I'm concerned, even though some of them I know personally, and they've been on the show and they're cool people, 
Uh, it right. doesn't matter. So they're all, when you see well, we are, it means rhino until you prove to me you're not. And now you need to earn my trust because you have lost the consent of the governed. And it's, that's, we need to be exactly. that drastic about it. Otherwise, everything that we're living through, that we've lived through literally for the past two years, is going to keep happening on a grander scale. So um, yeah, how do, how do you want people to find PC you, thing, Noelle? Well, uh, let me say about the PC thing. I just signed up, too. I got my signatures. I'm so disappointed. I was looking forward yeah, to meeting my people in my neighborhood, you know, yeah. and now that's mute. So um, yeah. so they can find me at, uh, at Patriot. I always say at Patriot underscore mom 007. But I think if you put Patriot no underscore mom 007, I'm there. Um, but I'm on Clout Hub, Getter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube channel, getting some stuff up there. Please check that out soon. Um, and I think a rumble, I haven't really got on board with that yet, but trying so many channels. Um, so yeah. Yeah, but you'll get kicked off of YouTube. Also, you'll get kicked off of YouTube. So far, not so much. I've been, I've tried to stay moderate. You know, I'm not trying to lean really hard into anything. I really am just a catalyst. I tell people, just tell me about yourself. You put it out there. I don't really want to bend the conversation too hard. I really just want people to see people as they are, comfortably, casually, not on stage. That's my goal. We'll see if it works. I hope it does. It hasn't for 30 years in my business. Um, And also check out Redbubble. Yeah, we'll see if it works. Right, Everything's an experiment these days. Um, Redbubble.com, I have some new merch. It's Patriot Mom 007 merch, but also some original designs as well that people might like, some, some 2A stuff and, and Constitution stuff. Some, you can put it on anything you want. There's 86 pieces of items you can add the designs to. Um, so please check out Redbubble. It's Rave Studios all together when you type that in and check out my merch. I'll be talking to you about that later, Michelle, about maybe getting my merch on your area, your page. Um, we'll see how that works. But uh, another day's conversation. So, yeah, that's what is happening. Just keep on the Alrighty. lookout for Patriot Mom 007. Awesome, my friend. Good luck on the show, and we will talk very soon. Thanks for coming on, and enjoy your and Hidden Lake experience. Too. Thank you so much <laughs> All right, for thanks, my me. friend. Have a great rest of your show. Okay, you take too. care. Have a, have, have a good week. Thanks. Have a good week. Alrighty, so we are 12.29. I'm a little over, but I just wanted to remind you what we talked about in the beginning of the show and what we're going to talk about every show. Uh, what's going on here in Arizona? Yes, they talked about the PC thing. The, they're working on fixing that. They're working on fixing it, right? Uh, but according to the way it's going to pan out, it's not going to end so well. So we're not going to focus on that today, right? We don't need to. But what you can do to make a difference in Arizona and in the entire country, unless you like everything that's going on, if you don't like the current state of affairs in this country, because there was a fraudulent election that took place in 2020, Arizona has brought forward a resolution in order to decertify three counties here in Arizona to decertify the election. And all we need to do is get it passed in the uh, House and the Senate. We've got all Republicans. We have enough Republicans in there, but they need to vote yes. And you know we've got a ton of rhinos. We've got 14 people that have said yes. We've got 33 rhinos, which we're calling the zeros, as in the heroes and the zeros. These are the zeros. There's 33 of them who have said, uh, I either no, I'm not going to vote for it because I love fraudulent elections, or uh, yeah, I am going to vote for it, like Nancy Vardo did to me the other night at our PC meeting. I would vote for it, but you don't have the vote. Since you don't have the votes, I'm not going to vote yes. I said, well, why? Whoa. Does that make any sense? That doesn't make any sense. That reminded me of something that says, oh, that quote. What is that quote that it says? Oh, let me see. Those who stand for nothing fall for anything. 
So if you believe in it and you say, well, I will vote yes, but there's not enough votes, so I'm not going to stand up. Mm, Isn't that your job? Isn't that your position? Isn't that what you got elected to do right now to to then to execute the will of the people? I shouldn't use that word execute because uh, remember, they're coming for us. They're coming for us. So anyway. We made it a very easy one click email all Arizona legislators campaign. It only takes you two minutes a day. You can do that every day. You can do that if you're here in Arizona, or you can do that if you are anywhere in this country, because the number one complaint of uh, Karen Fan and uh, Rusty Bowers, I'm looking at the time, 1231. Oh, I'm coming. I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you, Diane. The number one complaint that they had when they went to the meetings last week, as I watched these for the first time, I cannot believe what I saw when I watched these movies. Or movies. It was a bad movie, okay? I watched these hearings, right? And I went, oh, my God, I can't believe I've never tuned into these things in the state of Arizona before. But anyway, uh, their number one complaint was all the phone calls and all the emails they got. They didn't like that. That's your president of your Senate. That is your House speaker, uh, those and they complained. They were the only ones that complained about it. So now it is time for all of us to go ahead and give them lots of phone calls and lots of emails. So I want you to go to azsavesamerica.us. That's A-Z, savesamerica.us. And every day you're just going to click on the, uh, it'll show you every, all the information there, the instructions. You're going to click on the button that says one, the email campaign, and you put in your information. Take less than two minutes and they all get an email. And it lets them kindly know they suck and that they're, they're rhinos and that you're not going to give them any support or vote for them if they don't say yes to decertify the fraudulent election of 2020. There's all kinds of information on that website, including their Facebook and their Twitter pages, so you can tag them in a post. You can actually call them to the numbers and information is there. You can direct email them. And keep in mind that for one equals 1,000. For every of one of those actions, that equals 1,000 voters, and that's what they go off of. So it's time to let our voices be heard nationwide. Every AZ saves America.us. All right, I'm coming for you, Diane. My next guest is, let me make sure I got the right one here. Because I've got a couple in the queue. i got a couple in the queue. My next guest is Diane Harkey. She spent 30 years in banking and corporate finance before she ran for elected office to ensure taxpayers and constituents are represented and their constitutional rights are not ignored. What a novel concept. She served as mayor of Dana Point, beautiful city in California, and represented the state legislature, legislature and is now running for Orange County supervisor audience big round of applause for our new partner diana harkey (laughs) diane how are you i'm wonderful here in the people's republic of california how are you doing i'm you're you're firing everybody up aren't you I, I got you yeah, I, because I it, think, the time is I, now, Diane, more than ever. You know what I mean? I said, because not only is the whole world imploding by uh, design and it's on purpose, the country is doing the same, but they're telling us they're coming for us. Like they're coming for you and they're coming for me. And they just wrote, they just wrote another one that said, oh, we're going to even, we're going to even, uh, we're going to remind you again that we're coming for you. I said, oh my God. <laughs> so we better all get together because well, it's harder to round us all up not- if we're together because they're coming. I know we're not Arizona, but I will tell you, I know exactly where Buckeye and Tonopah are. I, I have a sister that lives over in uh, in Surprise and and other people that used to live in Phoenix. I've got family over there, so I go over there quite frequently. 
But uh, I think the comment of the last person was really important, that you need eye-to-eye a little bit with your elected officials. Now, I know it's not fun to go to events and open houses and things like that, uh, you know, town halls, but you really need to. Nowadays, you don't know what to believe, who to believe, and there's a lot that you can get from a person if you eyeball them, if you talk to them. You can find out what they think and, and who they are, and I think that's so important. It's something that's so missing today. We just put up candidates that come from nowhere that do nothing, and we don't need that anymore. It's really important now to take take stock of who it is you're electing. Um, I ran for office because I really wanted to help, and I found I got a lot of resistance. Uh, it, you know, it wasn't my turn, quote unquote, to run for council, and it wasn't my turn, quote unquote, to run for the legislature. It finally was my turn when I kept winning. It's a very hard struggle. <laughs> nobody's going to invite you in. Nobody's going to invite you in. You they know, and you nobody's going to have your. Yeah, nobody's going to ba- have your back. Not even your supporters. If it doesn't look like, you know, you've got that upbeat, you're going to win and you're going to do it. So it's a lot of work to get elected because even people that like your ideas, like your concept, quite honestly, will scrutinize you to death. And, well, they should. And that's why when I was elected, I've I've been out for two years. I've been running it. I've been operating the last two years as a controller of a small firm. And I just quit that to run full time for county supervisor. And the reason I'm doing this is the county of Orange is like a jewel in the state of California. Mm-hmm. We have mm-hmm. you know, low crime rates. Uh, we, we actually listen to our constituents. People, um, you know, I'm out in the community. We have, fa- you know, we have people that move here from L.A. and surrounding that like the openness because we haven't totally locked down like Los Angeles and other things. And we've been a little bit more lenient on the state mandates, which, you know, we've all had to comply with because you either comply with them or you don't or you or you, you know, they'll come in and kind of take over for you. So we have had a lot of state mandates due to um, Governor Newsom's uh, emergency powers. But we've been able to in this county actually connect with constituents and allow some latitude. We are in this part of the county where I'm representing. It's no mandates, no masks, no vaccines, no passports, unless you want them. You know, I mean, no, we're very, very free down here. You know, mm-hmm. it's kind of a, you know, and, and, you know, some of my cities from San Clemente up to uh, Newport Beach and then inland uh, are kind of, you know, San Clemente in particular is like live free or die country. Uh, you know, it's just they, they're young. They've got families. They're very concerned with the education. They've got very concerned during these lockdowns and all the things they're seeing. And so, you know, we are a lot more involved down here. We're just a lot more involved in this part of Orange County and Orange County in general. We just are. And I think we've got good, we've got excellent public safety. Uh, our sheriff does a, just a great job. Uh, you know, we're, we're, there's more and more mandates constantly being thrown on our public safety at the local level without the money to, to comply with them. And also the catch and release policies, you know, when you try and to prosecute the new policies, there's no three strikes. Uh, you can steal up to a $950 without any problems. Uh, you can break into a car. Uh, you know, so it's, it's a real, real testament to the way our sheriff and our local police forces and whatnot have, have kept our county safe from the smash and grabs and the other things that are going on right next door. So we want to keep it that way. 
And I'm really a strong proponent of bringing families, letting parents make their decisions for their children, having an education, getting basic education, you know, math, uh, you know, reading, and some, you know, some some ability to write, to communicate. And I think so much of that is lost. So I'm, you know, although I can't change the educational system and there's a lot of things I can't do, I'm very, I have lived in my city of Dana Point for 40 years and I have been in government service for 15. I spent the last four years on California State Board of Equalization from 2014 to 18 on State Board of Equalization, which was California's tax administration. And I was the first Republican chair in 15 years, which gave me a seat on the Franchise Tax Board and other things. And what we did is we worked with the staff. Half of them you'll get a lot of cooperation out. You pick the ones that you could work with, and we were able to rewrite regulations to streamline them so that when taxpayers' businesses came in and they were audited, they knew what to look for, they knew how to apply the law. Uh, there were just There's a lot of important things that the government agencies don't do but that you can do as an elected person. And so regulatory reform is really important. And so I plan on doing whatever I can at the county level here to help people live their lives and live their lives freely and to also, um, you know, make sure that make sure that they, I'm out there, I'm out in the public, people can see me, they can come scream at me, it doesn't matter, I can handle it. You know, I don't ever care what you say about me. You know, it's a sticks and stones thing. <laughs> My friend, mm-hmm. just don't hit me, okay? Just don't hit me. <laughs> I'm fine with whatever you want to say. You can verbally throw it at me, but you know, and I will, I will respond as needed. But just you know, the physical contact, I don't want any. Yeah, you I grew up in that. a pretty, pretty rough turf, so <laughs> uh, that's that's my only thing. So I, I appreciate what you guys are doing out there in Arizona. It is also another live for your die area. There's a lot going on uh, there right now, and. I expect you'll make some incremental, if not big, changes. <clears throat> well, we, we, so, we would hope so. So, you know, everything that you said, Diane, uh, used to be called normal, okay? So everything that you're standing for, everything that you believe in, literally used to just be what we refer to as normal, right? And, and obviously right. uh, what's transpired over the past two years is what's up is down, what's, uh, which is forward is back, which, is, uh, which was uh, male, female is now trans. So it's all, it's all just, all, it's all confusion, right? It's all confusion and it's all literally opposite. Um, and I'm just looking at the clock. I get about another minute. So um, Orange County, for those of you that are listening that aren't familiar, was the uh, scene last year where Lee Dundas was at the supervisor's meeting, I believe, or maybe it was just a county meeting, where there was a big mass deal, which is kind of where all of a sudden everybody started to find out about her. So you've got um, a bunch of tyrannical Nazis that are on your city council and on your board of supervisors um, knowing that the state that you guys are pretty conservative or thought we were, um, the good thing is, is that you are well known because you've had multiple political positions. So that is great that in order to get rid of these guys, whoever you're running against. Um, but, uh, what do you want to say to people to remind them of who the people or that are in there now that you're running against because you can't have those people or anyone like that in any position of elected elite all over the country. Those people need to go nationwide. They need to go. 
Well, the one I'm the one I'm running against. This is a newly drawn district, and it's now got a sitting supervisor who got in on a special election named Katrina uh. Foley, and she is the only one, the only one, uh, that supported uh, vaccine passports out of okay. out of the other five other five supervisors. She voted for the vaccine passport. She is very much into control. If you go up to her cities and stuff, I mean, half the people are still masking. And oh it's God. just, it's a very different, it's a very different environment. She's very control oriented. So that is what we're facing in South County and most of the central part of, of the county. Uh, the areas I'm talking about are just not that way. And so, you know, it, it's going to be really important that we keep the seat, that we allow people to have input into their government and that we get to see, touch, and feel our politicians. And I think that that was a point very well made by your previous speaker, because you've got you've got to know where they stand. You've got to check their voting records. My voting records are clear. They're conservative. They're well supported by taxpayer organizations, and I do get out and roam around and see my people. So my message is clear. We need we need freedom of choice here. Uh, you know, within the state of California's confines, we can have it. And we've had it, and I don't want to lose that. Yeah, sounds very common sense to me. Sounds like you have your common sense cap on 24-7. Give the website where you want people I to do. go. I do. I'm a mom, and I hope to be a grandma <laughs> soon. <laughs> I, have, I have a vested interest here. <laughs> where, where do you want people to go to learn more, Diane, and support you? And, and, okay. and also then it, can, I, it, I encourage everybody to, 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 when you're dealing with these candidates, and you, you find one that you really like, jump on and support them digitally because you can accomplish so much with just putting a little, little bit of effort and time into helping them out. So Diane, give your information. Okay, my, my, I have Facebook, which is Diane, uh, Diane Harkey for Supervisor 2022, or just Diane Harkey for Supervisor. I also, my, my email is Diane, D-I-A-N-E, at DianeHarkey.com. That's D-I-A-N-E-H-A-R-K-E-Y.com. And my website is www.dianehearkey.com. That's all tough, isn't it? <laughs> That's very easy. So one of the primaries for you guys? Primaries June 7th. Okay. All right. Well, we'll have you on before then. Lock is and, ticking. Uh, yeah. Well, ours are, ours are in, uh, in August, too. Uh, you, guys are, you guys are early, probably. But I'm sure there's a yeah, reason for that. Everything's calculated ballots, in that state. Ballots will be dropping probably, I think, you know, probably first week in May, if not sooner. So it's and really important. Dropping. We're all, we're all, keyword dropping. Well, keyword because we're by dropping. mail. <laughs> Everything's by mail. You know? uh, I, 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 that's a whole other show. That's a whole other show, it Diane. Is I don't even want to. What a mess. Yeah. I can smell the fraud from here. All right, Diane, good luck, and we'll talk to you. I will have you back on the show before the primaries. Thanks for coming on, and thanks for Thank trying you. to clean up California. All right, bit, one bit at a time, right? Thank you. Right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All righty, so at least there's some hope in there in California. So in, encourage. Uh, it, again, it's all time to unite as a group because we need to stand together. We need to support one each other, one another. I need, need to find out where is everybody? Where are all of these 85 and 90 million people that are on the same page? Again, I want you to go to savemyfreedom.us, savemyfreedom.us, become a part of the group, become a part of the, uh, um, uh, our community. Because we're bringing everybody in together so you know who, where everybody is. That's the key to it. All right. Um, and also, so you're going to join the newsletter there. 
All of this information is listed on our Take Action menu, which is everythinghomeaboutus.com. It all connects to each other. Join the newsletter. Follow us on social media. We'll be posting very, very often, probably starting next week. We've got a social media team that we're bringing on, and that way we can start promoting all the people that are part of our community, right? That's what we want to do. We want to promote your business. We want to promote your organization. We want to promote your group. We want to promote you. Um, because that's how we all start working together. And we, again, uh, we don't need to be around these bad people anymore, these people that don't like us, these, uh, these, these vaccinated Nazis, these crazy people, these crazy people, right? So let me bring on my next guest. I'm running a little bit behind it at 1247. My next guest is uh, Nelsa Alvarez. This is a great friend of mine. She is an independent political strategist, Hispanic communications advisor, and project manager for several conservative organizations, including the Faith and Freedom Coalition, Restore 7, and Latinos for Tennessee. Audience, big round of applause. Hey. Hey. So I love you, my love, friend. I love, jo- I love joining your show. And, um, I, you know, I hate that when I try to share the link online, it gets censored. But, you know, that's what happens when you're on the right side of history, isn't it? Uh, yeah, we've been, we're not allowed on Facebook. We're not allowed to share any of our websites in our domain names and uh, any of the website pages. That started in October. Um, they said I was a community violator and I, I was against all their standards. And I don't post a lot. I don't post controversial stuff on the show. I mean, on, on, on them anyway, right? I just put the topics of the show on there because I knew I just needed to stay kind of clean on Facebook because I knew they were coming. So anything uh, like brighteon.com, Mike Adams platform, he's been banned for like 10 years on Facebook. So you can't put brighteon.com and you can't put anything that has to do with any of my 300 uh, domain names that I have. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Oh my and yet dictator Maduro has his account live and well uh, on social media as well. Oh yeah. These dictators names terrorist groups have their accounts. Yeah. yeah the mullahs of Iran. Yeah, the mullahs of Iran have yeah. a, like you know like a like a, a, a meeting room the and a group and all this stuff. <laughs> and I can't oh tell. I can't post my website. Yeah, it's crazy. So I always try to come up with a backdoor way on Facebook. So that's why I'll put the newsletter link yeah. in there. Uh, but then what they'll yeah. do is it's just a matter of time, and then they'll figure out it's connected. Like I did it for launch links, and then they <laughs> it took them about a month, and then they found out it was that, and then they shut that one down too. So I was like, wow, it's it only me. Only man, if only they rerouted that kind of energy to cracking down on human trafficking and the, you know, just the terrible things happening to children online. You know, they rerouted that kind of. Yeah, and and, you know, it's it's like I always say that the criminals are so talented at whatever that they're criminalizing, right? They're 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 they have got these incredible skills to do evil and bad. If they would just turn that into good, they'd be like millionaires overnight. You know what I mean? You're like, wow, because that person is so sneaky, and they put so much time in trying to figure out how to get around the rules. If they just put their powers to good, what would be the amazing things? And also um, on Facebook too, I, I can't stream. I can't stream there, and I can't stream on uh, YouTube. So don't figure. But anyway, wow. yeah, I know. I know. Thank you. And for I'm not like a dude. I'm not like a huge Seriously. show either. You know what I mean? And so I, uh, if you think that uh, I don't know why they're, they're they're targeting me, but whatever. So what's going on uh, in your world in Tennessee? Tennessee. <laughs> in Tennessee, well. Uh, first off, you know, I just kind of want to echo your last conversation with Diane in California. I actually have a good friend that's running for office. She's running for 
secretary of state because she wants to clean up the voter rolls and she wants to get rolled in with real elections in California. Her name is Rachel Ham, and um, we need people like her in there. So to have someone who's really big on integrity, transparency, and endorsed by Mike Sandell, so that's, that's a good sign that you're, she's you're, hey, uh, Nelsie, your phone's cutting in and out a little bit, and, and I'm just hoping it would, would turn around. Are you moving around or? You're just in a I'm bad not, spot. I'm not Can you hear me better now? That's a little bit better. Yeah, this, this reception's not that great. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'll have to blame the Smoky Mountains for that. Uh, that's my, I guess, the downfall of living this close to the mountain. So what I was saying, is, if you all can hear me clearly, uh, is that there's a great person running for Secretary of State in California. Now that we're talking about California, listening to Sam, uh, who's very passionate about cleaning up uh, elections and all cleaning up the rules and making sure there's integrity in California elections. So that's Rachel Ham. She's been endorsed by uh, Mike Mendel. So um, that means she's, she's got a lot of, she's got a lot of grit and she's uh, all about integrity. So we need more people like her in California. Yeah. And I think the number one criteria for everybody that's that, that is listening and then they're telling their friends and family, pick somebody who's not in office. Okay. Because it, it's almost a time where we've got to clean house unless somebody is so exceptional. And I really haven't found one person yet. Right. Then literally it, it's time to bring in all fresh new blood in every position. And if they've never been in office before, yeah. that's another thing. That is the second criteria. Awesome. So you've yeah. never been in office. You've never done this. No. Perfect. Come, come, yeah. sit, come sit next to me. I think that if we go, and it's back to, uh, remember on Seinfeld, you had George Costanza. And that one day he's like, you know what, I'm going to do everything opposite. And then all of a sudden he, is, uh, he gets the job. He gets the girl because he's doing everything opposite of what he normally does. And he had a great day. That's what we need to do yeah. here in this country. Opposite. And, 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 and let's, that's it. Because the establishment on both sides, they're, all, they're both friends. So don't let, let anybody, let me, I don't want to tell you that it's not the case. And you know, you've been in this, yeah. you've been in this uh, rat race for a long time. Um, they're all, it's them versus us. So even if they say, oh, we're very conservative, we're Republican. No, nope. remember what I said before. R means rhino until you prove to me yeah. you're not. Until exactly. Prove to me you're not. You know, the, the, yeah, and, and the truth is you, uh, you asked how Tennessee. Well, here's something that we're struggling with in the Tennessee. So we have uh, wonderful people running for office that are in for the first time, like you said that are proving that they're not rhinos, they are the right people for the job. And what's happening is the rhinos here in the state capitol, they're trying to pass a Senate bill that will alter the requirements for anyone running for Congress here in Tennessee mm-hmm. so that they can disqualify the right people that have already qualified. What do you think about mm-hmm. that, changing the rules in the middle of the game? And, and the person that they're trying to keep out is Robbie Starbuck, who is a fighter yeah. and who's been – by everyone from Rand Paul to Candace Owens and, and every uh, America First voice out there. They did it here. They, they, they pulled that same crap here uh, last week when they wiped out the election process for all of the precinct committee men in the whole state of Arizona. And then instead of having the ability to have, uh, like, I think it's seven or 8,000 positions open. There's going to be 81 because there's only one from each precinct. And in the new districting, there's 81 precincts. So, um, yeah, they just did it here. 
So yes, they have taken wow. away. They've taken away your yeah. right to elect the people that you get to choose. And I said it's half. It's that was just one yeah. instance, and, I, and and it's not just. I mean, they're just singled out precinct committee man uh, to start, but they could literally. They changed it. They they brought this legislation uh, to both houses and to the the governor signed it all within a matter of hours. So when they want to do something quickly, they can and they will. And it's not just yeah. has nothing to do. Precinct was just the tip of the iceberg because look they're just they're doing it now in, in your state and I said it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when it's coming to a state near you and mm-hmm. you're showing me right now that it is coming to a state near you yeah. Tennessee they're doing it again because they know they can they're, we've been so we're holding our feet to the fire we're you know having people show up at the offices of our legislators and letting them know that what they're doing is arbitrary it's unfair it's unethical and it's absolutely wrong don't do that, especially when people already qualified uh, according to the current statutes to run for office. They made it on time for the deadline, and now you want to change the rules. And, and I made my message clear to them. If you want to revisit the requirements for U.S. Congress in representing the state of Tennessee, well, then do it on a year that, number one, you can invite members to chime in so that we have, you know, we can, you know, put in our two cents on what that process or what the requirements mm-hmm. should be. And second of all, it should not be an election year when people already qualified. It's absolutely arbitrary. It's wrong. And they want to stop you. Like you said. They want to stop you, Nelson. That's right. the whole point. They're doing everything. Yep. They know exactly what they're doing. And they're taking advantage. Just like, just like when all the mail-in ballots, you know, that's because they knew they couldn't win without them. So we'll just change the rules. Even though it's unconstitutional, it doesn't matter. Somebody goes, well, it's unconstitutional. Michelle, I said it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's unconstitutional. It's been unconstitutional for two years, and we're still doing the same thing. So that's what I'm saying. It's, yeah. The rules have gone out the mm-hmm. window, and they've taken the rules, and now they're even changing them like they're doing there. You and I need to talk more about that. Um, we gotta, i got to run, though. Uh, well, i got to bump. we got to get the next yeah. guest because I'm way mm-hmm. behind. But give the website, and then you and I <laughs> need to talk a little bit more about this other thing because – I want to find out more states that these things are happening and because people need to really understand what is, uh, what is happening and what has happened. And they got to literally pull their heads out of their own arses and join us to do something about it. Yeah. And I'm not asking people to show up physically. I'm asking them to take two minutes out of their day. So give it, give it your website. Yeah. Would you? Thank, thank you. Thank you. Um, so, you know, I just want to encourage all the teams if you're, if you're tuning into today's show to your senators and let them know that, not stand Senate Bill 2616, which is altering the requirements for uh, those running for Congress. Again, uh, Senate Bill 2616. And um, you can follow me on social media, Facebook, Nilsa Alvarez Morales, and on Twitter, at Nilsa Alvarez, same with Instagram. And Michelle, I'm going to go onto your website and do those two minutes you taught everyone to do to help certified 2020 and get the truth out and hopefully we can see a turnaround at some point yeah we can we can do it because they don't like emails they don't like phone calls they said that in the uh hearings i saw them say it you should have seen their faces i was like oh okay well we're going to give you all kinds of phone calls we're going to give you all kinds of emails because you need to do what's right what's yeah. constitutional follow the law yeah. people I don't want to hear their opinion. I don't care what your opinion is. You didn't get you didn't get put in office to give your opinion. And you know what they say? Opinions are like mm-hmm. something that we all have, right? So azsavesamerica.us, azsavesamerica.us. I want everybody to go. I want you to go there every day, and it literally take you less yeah. than two minutes. And then you email all of them, and it's in a kind way. You tell them that they suck, and that's what we're going to do. And then we get everybody in the country doing it. 
because they're going to get hundreds and thousands, millions of emails and phone calls, and then they're going to say, all right, I'll do it. That's what they did. They're horrible people, horrible people. All right, now, so thank you so much, my friend. We'll talk later about what's going on because I have a, I, I, I know that's in more states. I, just, I hate being right about this stuff. Um, all right, my friend, thank you so much for calling in. Okay. You're oh. oh, my God. I tell you, people, I tell you. One, two, Freddie's coming for you. Three, four. You know, again, I'm going to, before I bring on, um, before I bring on, uh, Oh, I'm way behind. All right. So, Bill, you're hanging in there with me. You're going to hang in there. I got to bring on Amber. But uh, I wanted to uh, I wanted to just bring it home for people. And when I say it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when, just another example of what they're doing in these states. It is time, people. It is time. Literally, you got to stand up. You got to speak up. You got to show up. I don't expect you to go to, uh, I don't expect you to go to meetings. I don't expect you to go to rallies. I know that's a lot, but I need two minutes of your day. And then I need for you to go ahead and just tell your friends, share this with your friends, azsavesamerica.us. You don't have to be in Arizona. It's going to take you two minutes a day. You're going to look at the website. It gives you the information. You're going to click on the big button, and it says to send out an email, one-click email uh, to all the Arizona legislators to decertify the Arizona election. There is so much information I put on this website and all kinds of – and you can use it as a resource. Um, this is what I wanted to share with you, and it's on, it's on the website because it's very important, and it's time that everybody participates, right, because – these things are happening quickly. They just happen in a matter of hours in Arizona. So these are happening very quickly. And you heard Josh talk about what is actually going on in other parts of the world that are coming to affect you here. I know you're busy. I know that. I know you're playing on Facebook. And I know you've got kids that are going to the sports and you're doing all these things that are so important. But it, it is literally the, the poop is hitting the fan people. And everybody needs to get serious about this. If you join us, we'll keep you in, in the loop and you'll be able to uh, be in communicata with others. I'm going to read this real quote, and then i got to bring on Amber. She's patiently waiting for me. First, they came for the socialists, and I did not speak out because I was not a socialist. Then they came for the trade unionists, and I did not speak out because I was not a trade unionist. And then they came for the Jews, and I did not speak out because I was not a Jew. Then they came for me, and there was no one left to speak for me. That is, not, that is more true now than ever before. I've given you multiple examples of things that just happened that are happening now. And also what I said in the beginning is that they, we, the Department of Homeland Security says anybody who says anything about election fraud or that goes off the narrative, especially about the COVID, then they are uh, new rules for extremists, what they're going to be uh, implementing, right? And that's just open-ended by design, people, right? And then they say that they are going to have new rules on extremism and they will target those. So they're coming for you. They're coming for me. We need to unify because you can't come all for us all at the same time, right? And phone calls and emails work. They showed, they set it on the air. All right, let me bring on Amber. I can go on for hours. My next guest is Amber Richardson. She's a passionate patriot, not an establishment elected elite politician who's running for governor of the corrupt blue state of Oregon. Audience, big round of applause for Amber Richardson. Amber, thank you for your patience. I got a little riled up and look, look at the time. Oh, that's okay. I am so excited to be here. Thank you so much. I really appreciate this. You're welcome. So uh, I've got to keep it as tight as I can. You'll be back on, so don't worry about that. But um, first off, when is your primary? May 17th. Okay, so it's soon. All righty. So tell us a little Fair bit about too. tell us a little bit about what's going on in there in Oregon. What you can actually change 
don't necessarily need to go too far into the gritty, nitty-gritty about personal because you're opposite of what is going on there now. So if anybody thinks there's something wrong with your state, then you can keep listening. If you think the state is awesome, no matter what comes out of Amber's mouth or my mouth, it's not going to make a difference to you. So, and I seriously doubt you're listening to this show anyway. So let's focus on what are the things that, we can, that you can fix in, air, in, in Oregon because I know it's pretty bad up there. Well, yeah, it's actually really bad. So Oregon is, I feel like, one of the most corrupt states, um, which is why I'm running. And I'm more of an action, action now. I don't want to wait until the election day. So we, as patriots, have been uh, working on a lot of things before the elections. So election integrity is on top of my list, which I know that word integrity has kind of been misused a lot. When you hear a lot of people running, they say they're going to work on things after they're elected. Um, which is kind of frustrating for patriots. So, so. Uh, we have a lot of uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we have a lot of action groups out there. So I'm in Jackson County, Oregon. So I'm very southern Oregon, and we are the second worst county in the state of Oregon for election fraud. So mm-hmm. that's pretty <laughs> disgusting. Uh, Judicial Watch actually served our state on November 16th for not cleaning up their voter rolls since 1994. So they, uh, yeah, it's pretty like, gross. So yeah, we call. I live in Mara Corruption County, Mara Corruption County. So yes, I understand. Yeah. Yeah. So actually, Jackson County didn't clean up. They cleaned up zero rolls since 1994. So they Judicial Watch actually served our state, and they said they had 90 days to clean up their rolls, and the 90 day mark is up. So no one cleaned up their roles. And no. so we've been doing the Seth Keschel protocol. I don't know if you guys know who Seth Keschel is, but he kind of went out and I interviewed he looked Friday. The yeah. yeah, I listened to yeah. it. <laughs> we love Seth Keschel. What's so great about him is that he, he, you can call him up and he will answer the phone. If you send him an email, he will answer. He's been Oregon a few times giving presentations. And so he's actually been very helpful and so we have a Jackson County action team that goes out and they're canvassing almost every weekend and they have found astonishing evidence. And so they're out there canvassing. We have a, a mobile notary and we have affidavits that people are signing and we are getting all the evidence. So that's a few things that we are working on right now rather than after the elections. And the Seth Keschel protocol is, the way to go. I mean, he's an analytic guy. And when you look at the numbers, you look at our voter rolls, there is so much corruption in our state and we have to stand up as patriots now and not later. So that's one of the things. And we want to do, um, well, what I've been doing with my campaign is also doing the Steve Stern um, and like Donald Trump PCP uh, kind of strategic plan so trying to get as many PCPs signed up, and I want to use the PCPs on our canvassing team as well. So if we can get as many PCPs, which is a precinct committee person, signed up, then we can use the PCPs on our canvassing team. So since we've been doing that, we have about 160 people who have signed up as new PCPs, and we're using them on our Jackson County Action Team. So that's been really rewarding for to try to uh, hit as as many colleges as I can in uh, three months. So I have 20 colleges. I have 16 left. And that's to get our youth involved in our politics. 
work. So that's been really great too because our youth does want to get involved. They just don't know how because they don't make it easy in Oregon. They make it actually more confusing and more difficult, and it makes it very discouraging. A lot of our youth don't even understand how they can get involved, what offices are available. So signing up our youth as a PCP is the first way to get their uh, foot in the door. So that's kind of uh, one of the first ways I've been kind of taking action right now. Well, and that's great because most, as you mentioned earlier, and I bring this up, especially when I have politicians on the show or when we're talking about politician or candidates, they all say, well, uh, when I get in office, I'm going to do this, this, and this. And I said, yeah, and then please donate. And I said, okay, well, um, all of these groups that come on our show that are nonprofits or just freedom groups or just people in general that are purpose-driven, that they want to do something. I said, they have full-time jobs. They've got kids in school and they are, uh, you know, like very active parents and they have this group they started and they get no money and they fund it themselves. And then you're telling me you are going to do all these things when you get elected. I said, look at all these other people who are doing stuff now and they have all this other stuff going on. So why aren't you doing anything now? And then I said, what have you done for me lately, Janet Jackson? And then the conversation kind of changes because it's great of what you're going to do. I don't care what you're going to do. What are you doing now? What are you doing for me now? And most of them don't do that. And it's just, uh, you know what I mean? They just, exactly. I'm, I'm exactly. glad that you are doing it because you should be doing it. Yeah. Because if you're doing it now, that means you're going to do even more yeah. when you have some ability to actually make decisions where you can sign something as opposed to putting in true grassroots efforts. So, that, again, another reason, anyone that's listening, to get behind a candidate like Amber because she's doing it the right way. This is what all of them should be doing. Another perfect example of criteria that uh, needs to be a requirement for all of the candidates that are running in all of the offices across all of the land. If they don't do these things, don't bother. Get rid of them. Right, Amber? Isn't that kind of why? It's part of one of the reasons why you ran in the first place. Yeah. The other thing that we're doing is I got these freedom bands. Uh, They are to also let our youth know, but it kind of took another turn because everybody wants them. So you, uh, it's a, it looks like the Lance Armstrong band, um, but it's a freedom band, so they know their rights. Um, so on the freedom band, it has a QR code. It's kind of the opposite of the vaccine passport because in Oregon, <laughs> we have the most tyrannical governor. So she has been mandating our state like you wouldn't believe. So I want our youth and I want people to be able to stand up for their rights. A little gem that you have on your arm, and if you scan it with your phone, you have your constitution, your bill of rights, your HIPAA rights, why the vaccine passport is unconstitutional. It does have my website on there, and it does have, you can actually check your voter registration because some of the things that we found also is that a lot of your registration, will, when you're a Republican, you got switched to NAV, and they do that all the time for very special mm-hmm. reasons so that maybe Sneaky. you can't vote on property taxes mm-hmm. or maybe you can't vote for other things. So this way you can have it right on your fingertips. It goes on your phone. And also, if you feel like your rights are being infringed upon, you can kind of pull that band out, scan it, and be like, um, actually, here's my constitution. Here's my Bill of Rights. And no, you can't do this because this, that, and the other. So it's kind of a very powerful statement to really stand up for yourself. And the, the youth is loving it. 
Yeah, well, you know, it's crazy that we need these codes. We need all this ammunition in uh, unconventional ways that we've had in the past because until you, until you actually really got threatened or you've got your rights taken away, which we have all experienced and we're still doing that, we had no idea because we, we were so busy doing other things, you know, taking pictures of our lunch on Facebook. But, and, and, but now we're like, whoa. <laughs> So now it's, uh, I, I need, you need to send me one of these bands um, because, and, and then I, and I got a call. What's his name? I just, you know, you, I, you, know, you and I talk, it's, it's, it's time thing. Um, give your website. I, I got to go, but you'll be back on before your, uh, uh, before you have your uh, primary in May, Amber. Absolutely. It's vote Oregon first for like the number four amber.com. Again, that's vote Oregon first for amber.com. Awesome. Keep up the great work, my friend. Uh, we'll get you back on, and then uh, we'll talk more. But this is, this is an example, everybody, again, of uh, a hero, not a zero. And we got to get rid of the zeros that are currently in all the positions in all the cities, in all the states, in all the land. It's very simple. Very simple. Unless you like everything that's going on, then just do nothing. And uh, sit in your poopy diaper and wonder why it stinks and you have a rash. Right, Amber? <laughs> exactly. All right. Thanks, my friend. We'll talk to you next month. Thank you so much. You're welcome. All righty. So I'm way over. It's 111. It's 111. Make a wish, right? Isn't that what you guys do at 111 and 1111? Um, so uh, I, I, again, I would love for you to participate. Become part of our Save My Freedom. All of the stuff that we're doing on this show uh, is all is all part of a bigger group. It's all overlapping. So the, the people that you hear on the show, we have their information all on our websites, and their shows are on our shows. Their organization's information is on our must our must follow page. You've got the must listen to shows. So you've got all that kind of stuff. Again, this is a community. We want you to be a part of it. We want you to not only participate in it if you've been on the show, but we want you to participate in is one of the purpose driven people who want to network with others, who want to buy and sell each other's products and services. Stay away from the big bad big bad companies right the ones that hate you remember it's all about why what you're fueling the beast where do you want to fuel do you want to feel good or do you want to feel evil right it's we're, we're at that this time in life where there's a fork in the road you got to make a decision again it's not left or right it's we the people against literally every uh, every one of the 13 bigs remember the 13 bigs all of the big everything like the big big money big entertainment big Big media, big tech, all the bigs, the 13 bigs, they are against all of us. So now we need to literally come together. So you can go over to our Take Action menu. All the information is there, everythinghomeaboutus.com. Or you can even go if specifically for the Save My Freedom movement, which has the Arizona. That's that one-click campaign that I need everybody to be a part of and push that out to your friends and say, we need to make a difference. We start in Arizona, then we go to the next state, we go to the next state, and then we get things back on track because all these people are purely evil and if you don't think that they've inconvenienced your life and changed it or probably, and sometimes ruined it, it's going to be even worse, right? So we need to be prepared. We need to be prepared. And you can join our newsletter and participate. Follow us on the social medias. It's all there. Uh, and, it, and it's at everythinghomeaboutus.com. 113. Oh, gosh. This is not good. All right. My next guest is... Hold on a second. We moved everybody around today because of the time change, the wonderful lack of time change in Arizona. We are now on Pacific time. Unbelievable. Never, uh, never a moment to disappoint us here in Arizona. One of these days, one of these days, people, we've got to get somebody in there that is going to actually take charge and get things taken care of. 
It is time for Michelle's Patriotic Soapbox, and I've got three incredible special guests cue the music. Let's get this show on the road. This is Everything Homes special segment. Messages that matter from people you need to know about. Heroes, do-gooders, and purpose-driven patriots. Offering tips, solutions, inspiration, and entertainment. They truly are good people, doing good business and good things. Here's your host, Michelle Swinnick, the queen of quality content. Enjoy the show. My next special guest kicking off the soapbox is Bill Poirier, and he's going to Correct me on the pronunciation. He's a Christ follower, retired Army, LTC, and president of Golf from the Heart, a nonprofit organization who's growing the game of life for all golfers. They have developed a golf community-driven website, an interactive discipleship program to draw golfers to better their game and join them to communities to enhance their Christian faith in fellowships. Their locations span several states, including here in Sun City, Arizona, where they're helping kids get their God and golf on through a loving God. We are transforming golfers every day. Audience, a big round of applause for a country love and, and serving freedom and faith fighting people, uniting kid, inspiring leadership, coaching, community, collaborating, truth, teaching golf and God guru. <laughs> Bill, you have the patience of a godly man. That was such a great introduction. I'd love to hear it again. <laughs> you really want me to do it again? I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> I'm joking with no, you. That was you're, awesome. You're... And you pronounced my name correctly. Thank you so much. Okay. All right. So because I said, is there a fancy? <laughs> I, was like, I was playing with it earlier with because uh, I mentioned it a couple of times during the intro, and I'm like, so, you know, it's just, is there a fancy instead of French? So, um, yeah, so I, you, you, uh, I apologize for going over today. I just, um, you know, I just think that we're at a really pivotal point and I listen to a lot of shows. I have a lot of incredible guests that come on this show and um, I have my show that's on brighttown.tv, which is Fridays at now 4 p.m. Pacific time. Thank you, Arizona. And, um, uh, you know, it just, there's a lot coming at me and I want to, I'm trying to express that to our audience people that follow us on social media, people that I just talk to on the phone. Yeah. It, uh, uh, you're really, we're, we're at a tipping point unlike anything that anyone has ever experienced. And, Oh, you just want, you know, I want people to, 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 to break away from just kind of their normal routine and pay attention. Even if it's only five minutes and it doesn't have to be this show. It could be any of the other ones that are, that are delivering the same information, um, you know, and, and, and here, since before we start talking about the organization, because you and I had, uh, you were gracious enough to bring me up to the Phoenix Open. and we had a great time. We had some amazing conversations. Um, and my, my issue at this point, and I'm going to go down the faith route and then I want you to kind of take it from there is because a lot of people all, they're all saying, well, I'm praying. I said, okay, well, that's great. And they're saying, well, you know, God's got this. And in the end, God, God wins. God always wins. I said, okay, yeah, I get that too. Um, but you need to show up. You need to do both. And my friend um, Lucy, who is kind of like my spiritual and my faith leader at this point, because she's, she's so good at explaining, and she knows the Bible so well, and this is kind of her jam. And, um, you know, she says, you know, when, when people start praying, it's usually when, you know, things go bad 
and they and it and it hits hits the the poop hits the fan. And you know the problem is is that we try to do everything on our own and then we pray. And we've got it just the opposite. First is what you should be doing is going to God, ask him what his will is for you and what you are supposed to be doing. And then take the action based on what the guidance he gives you rather than us as normal human beings thinking that we have all the solutions. We'll start an organization. We'll go ahead and solve all the problems. I'll run for office, blah, blah, blah. And then, then we pray and it's not necessarily effective or vice versa. We're not taking action. We're hanging out and just saying, all right, well, God's got this and I'll just pray when it needs to be a combination of the two because doesn't God work through people who are engaged and those are the ones who show courage. And another friend of mine, Matt Thayer, brought this up. He said, um, you know, uh, what happened was when, when God parted the, the, uh, the sea, when the people decided to cross the Jordan River, and rather than just pretending or thinking about it. So I know I kind of just kind of gave a huge intro that we weren't going to talk about, but I know you can handle it. But I kind of wanted to set the stage because it's all about literally participation and engagement, but also praying. But you need to do both at this point. You have to go from both directions because, yes, it's a spiritual battle we have. But we have an obligation to show up because why should God help us or Jesus help us if we're not willing to show him how much this means to us, all of this, why should well, he? He can you, do it you quickly, really, yeah, right? You've teed it up perfectly yeah, as a golfer. Yeah. You've teed it up perfectly, so <laughs> let, me, let me take it from here. Um, the, it's, it's an interesting story inside of the Gospels, which are the New Testament, right, where Jesus uh, was telling a story, a parable they call it, and he was saying that, you know, um, you've done all these good things. You come up to me and say, well, we fed the people in prisons. We took care of the orphans. We did all this stuff. And Jesus says, well, I never knew you. And it's such a stymie for us. I mean, we look at it and go, what? No, come on. We've been good people. Well, well, guess what? It doesn't tell us to be good people. It tells us to be godly people, i.e., do I know him? Does he know me? Uh, am I walking a path to know him better? Uh, so it's, it's really all about relationship. And the Word of God has been given us to be able to build that relationship. Where else can we get the actual words of God, the actual words that Jesus said? And by the way, he said that our mission, and this leads right into what you're speaking of, he said your mission is to go and to make disciples and to uh, advise them on everything that I've commanded you. Oh, and by the way, I'm with you always to the end of the age. So see, everybody's mission is to go and make disciples. Well, how can you make a disciple when you're not a discipler, when you're not an apprentice? You haven't been there yet. You haven't really determined when Jesus said to observe all that I've commanded you. Well, how would we know that? And it's been a blessing for me to walk down a path with a friend of mine who is a dear, dear believer in Christ, and he and I have walked down the path of seeking God's face, looking in the Word of God, reading the chapter of the Gospel a day, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, so that we can read the words of Jesus, we can even memorize them, so we'll know what it is he calls us to be. And we know the number one thing is love, right? If you really look at what Jesus said, he said the greatest commandment is this, <clears throat> love God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and love your neighbors, you'll love yourself. 
that word love is not the kind of love we think it is as humans. The love is called agape love. Okay, it's unconditional love only comes from God. So if we don't believe in Jesus Christ as the Savior, we don't receive the Holy Spirit, so we really don't even know what love is. And Romans 5, 5 says it just that way. It says we have this hope. Isn't this what we're talking about? The hope that things will get better, the hope that everything will turn around. We have this hope because God has placed his love in our hearts through the Holy Spirit. That means is that we receive his spirit and he's inside of us. We're temples of that spirit. And so he's feeding us with who we are, what he wants us to be, how we're transforming into the people he meant for us to be. And oh, by the way, we're also able to now listen. And you're absolutely right. For years, I've had this vision for how can I use the game of golf, which is a passion of mine. And why is it a passion? Well, God put it there. God put it there. It says it very clearly in Psalm 139. While we were in our mother's womb, God placed his purpose in our hearts. So we've got purposes, and the purpose is put there by him. So for years and years, Michelle, I walked down this path. I've got to get more golfers to, find, to hear the word. I've got to get more golfers to become Christians. I've got to get them to be better people. It has nothing to do with me, not a thing. It has to do with him. But he's calling on us. He's communicating with us about what our roles are. And in the last four or five years, God has taken over what it was I thought he wanted me to do, and he's opening up the doors, and I'm walking through as opposed to banging on the door all the time <laughs> in order to get things done. So I agree with you um, that we've got to be people of action 100%, uh, but we also have to be people of love. And we have to be people that, you know, when we get in, in the room with, and, and I'll say it, when I get in a room with a Democrat that would say something, or a liberal, that would say something like, uh, or anybody, right, that would say, well, listen, abortion is really okay. It's a woman's choice. Mm, Wait a minute. Yeah, we yeah. are killing children. You're killing a child. You wouldn't be here if your mother chose to do that with you. So doesn't that make sense? I mean, it just makes sense. And God says, thou shalt not kill. Come on. And we're going to lie about it? We're going to say it's really not a child. It's an, it's an organism or whatever we're going to say, a blob of flesh. It's disgusting, Michelle. It's disgusting. Well, and they do that. They, they change the meanings of words. And then they also yes. try to desensitize people. And they try to lessen yes. things so that they can go ahead and, and, and create a narrative that, oh, it is just a blob of whatever. I don't know. That thing's alive. Like, hey, it is yeah. a human yeah. being. But, you know, it, and, and, and I'm glad that you brought that up. And what I've always said is, you know, we could say, you know what? Yeah, you have the choice to kill the baby. So when you start using words like that, people will go, oh, really? Yeah. That is yeah. actually, yeah. Well, so there, you have there, every right. It's, another... legal. it's legal to murder your baby before it's born. That's totally legal That's right. right now. So if you want to That's murder right. your baby, you can. That would, just by changing the way that the pro-life people start communicating, that would make a difference. You know what I mean? I just wish That's that right. they would actually be a little bit more aggressive in their language because they have nothing mm. to lose at this point. It will change minds because people right. will go, so oh, I'm, my God, it really is murder. Is, that's right. I, I, what I'm saying is, you know, this is an atrocious thing. And so then our tendency would be, well, listen, anybody that believes that, my gosh, they're, they're despicable. They're not even any value, right? No, that's not true. 
these people because the word says this, and such were some of you. You see, you and I were those same people before. I had opinions that were not godly. I had I spoke things that were ungodly. I still think things that are ungodly, <laughs> and yet I don't act on them. <laughs> yeah, but the too, point yeah. is that 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 these people, the people that now hold those positions, are as valuable in God's sight as we are. And so that's the other piece of it. That's the other end. And so instead of judging, criticizing, you know, putting, setting them aside, not having anything to do with them, call upon God to help me engage with this person so that I can listen, I can be respectful, I can hopefully present a good argument. I'm not going to convince them otherwise, but I'm going to do love. And let me give you a good example. Today I was in Montgomery, Alabama, and I just finished with the Pike Road uh, Junior High School. I spent all day long with these junior high kids, you know, it's a challenge, right, in gymnasium, and I'm teaching them how to play golf. Now, I'm not allowed in the classroom to talk about Jesus, but I believe that what I am is I am the aroma of the knowledge of Christ that walked in that room. So that you got kids fooling around. We we had two golf clubs go flying across the gym because kids let them go when they were swinging. <laughs> now in the old days, I'd run up to that kid and said, "What's wrong with you?" But I didn't. I had the Holy Spirit and basically say, "Thank God, nobody got hurt. Are you okay? Yes. Please hold on to the golf club <laughs> better. I mean, and I mean, it's, it, as opposed to you know going crazy, right? And so it's all about value." You and I and every human being on the planet are valuable. Why? They were made by God. Yeah, but that, uh, I'm, that's hard. That's hard when that you know, hard. you're dealing with somebody that's who's so insane God. and just evil. Lord. I know. Yeah. That's my hard part. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, that's we can all work on that, right? We can. I guess we can. Well, we see, can that's the point, that. Michelle. That's the point. We have to recognize that working on it. You know, I've heard people say, "Well, I just need to love more." Yeah, of course you do. How are you going to do that? I mean, I don't have that capacity in myself. I have to be engaged with God. I have to be seeking him and worshiping on a daily basis and in his word so that he's transforming me. You know, there's a beautiful verse in Romans 12, 1 and 2. It says, no longer be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And then you will know what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So the point is, we don't have the capacity to do his will. We need to be engaged with him. We need to be changing our hearts and minds. You know, 40 years ago, I'm 70, okay, so 40 years ago, I was the guy in the military running around club to club to club chasing women, drinking booze, hanging around, partying. <laughs> now, there's nothing wrong with partying, right? No, nothing wrong at all. it never satisfied. It never satisfied. Never. And so, and I used people, and I was abusive, and I was wrong, and I was a liar, And I still am. I still have all that in me. But God's (laughs) changed me to where now I can look at others and realize, okay, you did a really stupid thing. And guess what I did yesterday? Uh, And you know what? Last point on this is that the place in which we can exhibit the most who we are as people who believe in Jesus Christ is in our home. How is it we treat our spouses? How is it we treat our children? How is it we control ourselves? You know, one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit that you get when you when you become a believer is self-control. Love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, kindness, and self-control, right? Self-control. Think about it for a minute. Do we control ourselves? 
No. (laughs) So we have to work on that through him. Father God, in the name of Jesus, by your spirit, please give me better control in the next 15 minutes. Because it's about 15 minutes that I can can deal on my own, and then I need him. Hmm. That's really... That's really interesting uh, way to look at these things. I mean, what really hit home was when you you brought up God's will. And if you're not reading the Bible, you have no idea. Like, what are you going to just assume? Or, I mean, you really, you have to read it. You can, you know, you can go and you can listen to shows. You can listen to go to church, right? And I'm not, uh, unless you have the right church at this point in the game, most of those guys are so far out of, out of touch and there's just alternative uh, agendas, even if you thought the church was good. And especially if they closed for one minute, that go to another church. Um, but it really is, you, you, you've got to, it's like anything, it's like reading, a, it's like reading any books. It's, you know, like I mentioned earlier, the, you know, the five people that you're around the most are the ones that are that are that you're going to become like and transforming your world to be around. If you're not reading it, then you don't know. And you know, it's just fascinating when people come on the show and the information that you're giving, and then when they they read scripture or they reference it, it, it always applies to so much stuff. You go, that's so that's so much common sense. And then you go, oh my god, that was in the Bible. I really should know that. So um, mm. I, I know um, I know I was really late to bring you on, Bill. But um, oh, you're good. I would love. I just like to make one love... more statement. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then then you can lead me out. But the <laughs> the word for church in the Bible is ecclesia. Ecclesia means people. Oh. And you see, people are the church. It's not a building. It's not a place. The temple of the Holy Spirit is in us. Each one of us that believes in him have received his spirit, and he's in us. So we, you and I, when we were together on that golf course together at the WMO, Mm -hmm. we were the church walking down the fairways. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you've had five beers. It doesn't matter if you've, you know, acting stupid. It doesn't matter. We are the aroma of the knowledge of Jesus Christ because he's in us. Um, You've really got a talent for this, Bill. And I'm not just saying that because you're on the air right now. But you really. Praise God. (laughs) Yeah, you really, you really do. So I, I, I would love for you to come back on next week because I, I think that what we were talking about is really part of how to put this whole movement where people are showing up, but then they're also acknowledging exactly. that there's a spiritual battle, but it has to be from exactly. both sides. It's the only way that we're going to be able to conquer yes. the tyranny that's coming at us. And again, it is coming you people you've not seen anything yet of what is what is going to be coming down it could be in the next couple of days could be in the next couple of weeks could be in the next couple of months but it's coming all forces coming at us because we just saw it happen here a week ago um so uh if you can my next month next monday at uh one pacific or one thirty pacific so I'll let that digest and I will contact you after the show so we can get it on the books because I want to, and we'll, we'll, we'll craft this a little bit because I want to talk beforehand because I think this is it because okay. I talked to a couple people about combining the two and they said, Michelle, I think you're yes. on to something and I need to help. I need 100%. help with somebody like a spiritual faith. God, you person I'll like praise you. God. Thank you, Michelle. I, it's, it's awesome. Okay. I appreciate yeah. you. Yeah. And give your Go website, ahead. would you please? And then we'll, we'll talk about that sure. more next um, week, which is the whole group nonprofit. What I am is I, I consider golf to be a people group. All right. So God's blessed me to be able to have an affinity for golfers. And so it's called golf from the heart. 
heart.golf. Golf from the heart.golf. I'm a consultant, I'm an advisor, I'm an assistant, and I'll do anything for free, hoping that after I do it, you'll see the value in it, and possibly you could determine whether you'd remunerate me in the future. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> that kind of made me think of the old days of what you were saying that you, that you used to do. So I'll just leave it at that. Um, <laughs> all right, Bill. So I'll contact you ever, but if we can come, if you can come back on next Monday, then we'll we'll really put this into motion because I think I think we're on My to pleasure. it. I think I think we've got Perfect. it taken care of. Thank you, Bill. You're a good man. You're a good Thank man, you, Charlie Joe. Brown. Bless you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So did you notice how that we? Yes, we've gone long today, and I apologize for that. It's just that you know the the, the guests that come on to the show, the partners, the people that come on frequently, that come either for the short segments or the long segments. These people are just, uh, they're amazing. They really are. And the conversations that we have on this show are very unique because it's not necessarily that plugging their product or service or their business or whatever it may be, why they're coming here, or their shows. Yes, they're mentioning it. But what happens when they come on, it's, it's, you know, you've got a theme that goes throughout. There's a messaging that there's an energy that goes throughout the guests, especially if they're in the queue listening to each other. And then they reference things that each other has talked about. That it really makes it like you, you, you're, you're actually when you're listening to the show, at least I get this because I, I get goosebumps usually when it kicks in and it hasn't kicked in and, and it's infrequent and it's just, a, it's just interesting when it really does happen. It's like magical. It's almost like the power of prayer when everybody's kind of praying together and you're like, okay, this stuff really works, right? Like, whoa. And it happened again today where it's just, you've got this flow and it, and it is really amazing. And, and then when I've asked people about it or they've said, hey, Michelle, I, I, I know what you're talking about. Like I heard it during the show. It's almost like you're, everybody's sitting in the same room together. And that's kind of like you're, you're coming into this world. And the conversations kind of go in different directions based on what somebody else was talking about or what they wanted to share today or something that is going on current events. So, you know, Bill, we were going to talk about his nonprofit. He's going to come back hopefully on Monday. But I, I, it really is, 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 you know, people say, well, you know, and God put it on my heart or this is the messages I'm getting. Then it's that it's kind of the direction that things need to go to combine people to really get them active to be participating in. Don't think of it as a political process because this is not political. They've made everything political. So nothing is political. That means everything is political. Really? Remember, which is up is down, which is back is right, which is that what is the case? There's so much on the line here, whether it is in your personal life, it's your freedoms. Your freedoms are, and I'm, I'm giving a, the uh, segue here to, to my next guest because, uh, you know, her show is American Ammo and um, Alice Inferno. So, um, you know, it's all about freedom. Your freedoms have been, been uh, like eliminated for the past two years. You've gotten a little bit of them back, but they're, they're coming after even more of them, but they're being sneaky about it, right? Because this is, this is it. This is it, people. So your personal freedom, your financial freedom, your professional freedom, all of the freedoms. Again, in Arizona, we just got them wiped out from us. And it's not just because, again, I'm a precinct committee man, right? I, that, so it's, it's not that. It is the fact that they took away your ability, you are meaning everybody in the state of Arizona, to vote for who you wanted to represent you. They just happened to pick on us. Because the, the elected elite, the establishment, didn't like that Mike Lindell promoted and endorsed the precinct strategy from Dan Schultz and from Steve Stern. And then President Trump did it four days before all of a sudden this became an issue and a bill that passed in hours. Right? So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. So, again, you, know, you, you, you need to jump onto the battlefield. I don't expect you to go to rallies. 
I don't want I don't you don't have to leave your house. Two minutes a day, people. Two minutes a day. AZ saves America.us. Two minutes a day. You do it every day. It's a one-click email campaign to all of the state legislatures. Everything is done for you. You just put in your information and you click the button. And it tells them kindly that they suck because there's 33 rhinos that have not signed on to decertify the election, HCR2033 in Arizona. It is our low-hanging fruit. And then once we have this, we've mobilized our digital army. You can join our newsletter, become part of our community, and network with other people, right? Other like-minded people, other people that have great shows, other people that have great groups and organizations. You'll know where everybody is. So then we can dispatch to other states. We could go into different battleground states. Again, low-hanging fruit. It's all Republicans. It only take, they only have to say yes. And how do we do that? We put pressure on them. We put pressure because they are not representing us. They do not have the consent of the governed. And a lot of them are running for re-election. You tell them, I'm not going to vote for you unless you say yes on this bill. Because I just saw what you did. And you thought that was an awesome idea. That's not an awesome idea on the bill to remove the ability to vote for the precinct committee man who took away the ability for people to, to express their, they choose who they want to have represent them. So I think you can go ahead and decertify a fraudulent election because you have the constitutional ability to do that. Because we need to stand up to all these people because they think they're invincible. They think that they can't get away with it. They can get away with anything because we've allowed them to. Uh-uh-uh, no mass. No mass, people. All right, let's do this. I'm going to bring on Allison because I kind of gave her a great amount of ammo because she is here. I gave her American ammo to work with because she is here. I'm sure she wants to talk about it too. All right. Oh, let's um, bring on my next guest. She's a new partner, Allison Furno. She's a powerhouse in the conservative movement, hosting a weekly radio show on 960 AM, The Patriot here in Arizona, Phoenix, called American Ammo. She's an ambassador for Turning Point USA. They're here also and Prager you and encourages people to always stand up for the truth. There it is again. Stand up, show up, speak up. Amazing. That's what you need to do, everybody. I'm telling you, this is the time because otherwise, if you don't do it now, then <laughs> you thought the past two years were bad. Oh, you see nothing. You see nothing. Audience, a big round of applause for a freedom fighting, country loving, truth bombing, heat packing, podcast hosting, common sense, cap wearing, people unindoctrinating, America First Radio Rebel. <laughs> Allison, how Hi, are you? Michelle, thank you so much for having me on the show. Well, uh, you are very welcome, and uh, I appreciate your uh, your flexibility, knowing that we uh, don't change our time zones here. But we, uh, uh, yeah, I gave you that call this morning. I said, "You're here, so you and I are fine." <laughs> but I've got six yes. people who are not, and it turned out to yes. be uh, oh. everybody was cool. It's amazing. So. Um, uh, you know, we can, we can dwell on uh, the, uh, the inadequacies, the, uh, the insanity of this state. I said, you know, it's, it's amazing. Arizona never disappoints with an opportunity to fail us. And it's just no sooner do you, it's, it's like Arizona is shoots and ladders. The game shoots and ladders. You might be a little too young for that, but us people that are 49, <laughs> we used to play it. And you would actually, you know, you're, you're, you're moving along on the board. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm doing good. I'm getting there. And then all of a sudden you roll. I think it's the, it has to be dice because everything was dice back then. You roll the dice and then they're like, oh, no. You get three steps forward and six steps back. And you're like, ah, shoot the ladder. Ah. That's what uh, Arizona is. That's what Arizona you know, is. It's, they, it's horrible. I'm tired of it. 26 and, years and it's the same shit, different day in the state. 
You know, it's interesting. I, I wanted to tell you, before I came on the show, I went to use the, the picture that you gave me and tag you on Instagram. And I've got this notification I've never gotten before. It says, try again later. We restrict certain activity to protect our community. And that's me. I thought to myself, I go, what? I go, what was in that picture? It's a picture of me, a picture of me holding my gun, which I've posted before. Maybe it's your name. I don't know. But it's funny because, you know, what you've been talking about these last few minutes about, you know, there there really is a heavy censorship going on and there's a heavy um, desire to control people in Arizona and, you know, across America. It's it's, uh, definitely happening. Let me ask you that. You said was Instagram that that, that hated me? Was it Instagram? Or the Facebook? Yes, I put, I screenshotted it. Yeah, it says when I posted the picture of that you, you know, the advertisement. It says try oh, again later. We text? restrict certain activities. Did you um, put any, I put, did you I put tagged words? you. I tagged your your personal profile. I tagged. Oh, you know, because my and, and it's because the website, the website's on the personal profile, right? Because it's it's your website yes. on, on your. Okay, so that's what it is. Facebook and Instagram in October for literally no reason put me uh, on the, uh, uh, the terrorist list that I'm a community violator. So um, I oh, can't my. stream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I don't post anything controversy. I just post. And I did that on purpose because I know, because in the past, right. I, I said, I've only post the guests that are on the show and I tag them and then I post what the topic is, right? So it, right. other people put so much other stuff on Facebook. That's like, you're like, Ooh, that's not, they're going to be able to take that down. I purposely didn't do that on Facebook because I knew how sensitive they were. So for some reason they tagged me as a, like an, an, a community violator in October. And uh, it's what they've done is they've identified it as any of my websites, my website pages, or any of the domain names that are linked to any of my website domain names. And I've got like, 350 or 400 at this point between the different pages and whatever. So anytime that you put that or tag me because the website is on there, boom, it is shut down. Isn't that unbelievable? Yeah. That is insane. That is insane how much it's, it's not just one thing or one, you know, let's say somebody reported you or whatever the case may be. No, no, no. They find it, but then to connect everything Everything. Um, and everything that's very interesting. That's very interesting. So, yeah, you can't put it's like com, Mike Adams' um, platform, which he created because they kicked him off social media. You can't put com in anything. Even if they're slash, you know, com slash, whatever, you can't put it on Facebook. Any, anybody can't. So I'm on that same list as him. I'm like, this is crazy, right? So it is just the power of these social media companies that, uh, that they have and, and how and, and how it can be done based on uh, their own interpretation of whatever. Again, I don't place any controversial information because I just wanted to, because there are so many, uh, you know, there's so many friends, which, you know, you really only have 10, right? I, I don't know these 5,000 people. Right. <laughs> but I figured, you know what, that the, the opportunity to get the message out to the most people so be sensitive about that. Don't come out all guns a blazing. You know, don't don't be American ammo and everything on that because you have the most potential reach, right? So stay neutral, be right. sneaky. And the purpose was is that if I keep the post clean, then I can get more exposure for the post. Then you can actually go ahead and even put ads on it, right, to promote it. But then when people tune in, they're like, oh, geez, I had no idea you. I mean, I knew you were going to talk, but I didn't know you were going to tell us everything. Yeah, just get to the damn thing, right. <laughs> but I'm not going to post it on Facebook. So um, 
yeah, I'm just uh, so I'm glad that you brought that up because it's important. It's not a matter of if; it's a matter of when. So you don't have to even right. be. So the, the the other point is, you don't even have to be controversial. You don't even have to be saying stuff that they can target you and come after you. Because I don't right. even post videos or anything. Like if you look at my stuff, it's just it's like a, it's like you know baby steps compared to anything else. But anyway, I, I don't want to dwell on that. I want to talk about you in the show, but I just thought it's important based on what everything that's going on is to how big yeah. and how ugly this is. And especially I'm going to bring it up one more time because I'm sure that you were going to mention it today is uh, just the other day. I don't know if it was yesterday or Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'm not sure which day it was. The department of Homeland security released yet new rules, newer, even newer rules. It's almost like, when they come out with a new laundry detergent, and you're like, oh, how white can you get my, my shirt? Okay. <laughs> I don't think I need a new version of the detergent that now costs $5 more because I think it's white enough. Um, release new rules on extremism, and it will target anyone who questions the 2020 election or challenges the COVID narrative. And I'm like, wow, considering I'm delivering truth and everyone that comes on my show delivers truth about two of those. So, uh, okay, one, two, Freddie's coming for you. I get it. I get it. So uh, even now it's more time for all of us to find each other again because uh, maybe we just need to uh, round up bail at this point and take turns going in, uh, you know, using, right, rounding up the bail money for no reason. But um, anyway, right. tell us about you. Tell us about the show. Uh, and thank you so much for coming on. So uh, let, let's, let's throw it to you for now. Yeah, definitely. So, um, you know, I've been uh, on the radio for about a year and a half now. Um, my first show was on Face Talk 1360, and then I had a, just a really good turnout with it, and people were responding really well. And I said I would like to get a little more political and, um, you know, a little more intense with everything that I do. Um, and I, I worked for the uh, 2020 election, Trump's 2020 election campaign uh, for the RNC. And so I, I had that job, and I was I was just fascinated with, you know, the whole political process and, and realizing how many people are really not involved. And, you know, um, a big part of this last election was people being or people betting on the ignorant voter. And it really worked. You know, a lot of people who aren't really into politics uh, voted for people that made them feel better than actually people that were going to do better for them, you know. <laughs> and so it's, it's a very interesting landscape that we're seeing. No, I was laughing. I was laughing because it's so true that, uh, you know, they, uh, oh, that's how I feel. All right. Well, when you stop feeling, yeah. when you feel hungry because there's no food that you can buy on the shelves or when you're feeling um, that your pocket has a hole in it because you're, you, you're going through money because you're at, you know, $7 a gallon right. of gas, I think you're going to change your tune. And I, you know, we all don't want to say, we told you so. We just want to say thank you and welcome to the group. You know what I mean? Right. Right. And so, you know, the, the take that I've kind of started to take on this, um, you know, with the show and, and with everything is, you know, I'm, I'm heavily involved in politics, but I also know that um, we're not going to get all of these people in the middle who don't want to get involved, like involved by just kind of, um, you know, attacking one side or, or, you know, just saying everyone else is crazy if you don't vote this way or you don't think that way. So what I've kind of started to do is get to the fundamentals of why are people voting for this extreme leftist liberal ideolo ideology that's going on. And, 
you know, a big thing of it is they want to be taken care of. They want to know that everything's going to be secure. And so why do people think that? Because when it really comes down to it, they lack the security in themselves to be able to accomplish whatever it is that entrepreneurs accomplish, business owners, um, you know, people who see the sky is the limit kind of thing. And so, you know, I've really gone to the fundamental place of if you people how to work hard, if you teach people how to invest in themselves and how to, you know, how to spend their money, how to save their money, all these different types of things, um, you know, you, you create a conservative person because if you realize that, you know, you can continually grow, you can continually change, you don't have to be the same person you were 10 years ago. Um, it provides a lot of hope for people. We've got a lot of people that are in a fixed mindset that are set in their ways and said, this is it. There's nothing else we can do. It's going to hell, right? And if you take mm-hmm. that mindset and say, okay, but hold on a second. We can change the narrative. We can change what's happening. If enough people stand up, if enough people, you know, learn what's right, if enough people open their eyes, and if we can do that from a non, you know, I don't mind confrontation, but from a non-confrontational place, you know, we can't be just constantly attacking people online and then saying, well, why aren't they conservative? Well, why don't they, you know what I mean? It's like, well, because we look like everyone else if we do that. So I, I've really gone to this state of if you really empower the person, you know, they'll start voting conservative. They'll start understanding what's happening. And so while I see everything crazy going on in the political spectrum and it, you know, it drives me crazy like it drives you crazy, you know, but that's my take on how I'm handling it, how I'm working with it and um, how I'm trying to empower people through it because, you know, we've got a lot of depressed people. We've got a lot of struggling people. We've got a lot of people that don't believe in politicians or politics at all anymore because of everything that's happening. And so we have to find a way to bring hope to these people. We have to find a way to inspire them um, that, you know, what we do on our daily life really matters and, and how we respond to all of this chaos really matters. And so that's been my focus. And, you know, that's been what the show is about from everything to, um, you know, I interview candidates and really try to get to the core of, you know, what they believe and why they're doing what they're doing. And then I, you know, dive into specific issues. And I also talk about um, really core mindsets and beliefs and how to get out of dark depression when you're in it and, you know, how to problem solve in your own life. So it's a really an array of things, but I'm very inspired about being able to help people with uh, all this chaos going on. And then uh, do you mind if I ask how your, your picture is young? How old are you? I'm 27. Oh, okay. I, I knew it. I knew you were young. You know why? Because you, <laughs> you have this layer of optimism to you, which is great because that's why we need the young people to have that little layer of optimism. I, on the other hand, I'm a little bit more, uh, I'm older, right? I'm actually, I'm old enough to be your mother. I'm 49. So I'm a little, I'm a little, I'm a little tarnished in a little areas where, I, you know, you get to the point sometimes, where you just see this insanity and you just go, right. all right, listen, I'm, I'm not going to convince you of, of anything, right? I can't because what you're saying is just, it's just uh, it's beyond <laughs> asinine, right? I can't. And I'm not here. Right. I'm not here to convert. I am here to gather right. and I'm here to bring yeah. the people that are already like-minded and say, all right, come, come sit here next to me and all of my right. other 85, 90 million friends. So I'm glad right. that there are people because I, because I can't, I can't, I can't, in, in, I can't knock any more common sense into somebody who just thinks 
right. the vaccine is a vaccine and it's not a bioweapon and they can't wait to get their new, new booster. I, I can't, I can't help that right. person. Right? I can't help them. I, right. I, I, I've given you all the information, the interviews literally for the past year that, uh, and everything that you're hearing, you're just like, oh, wow, this is new. No, no, no. We've been talking about it for a year. I, I can't make it more clear. So that's okay. So I'm glad that there's people right. like you that are there to bring them to, to, to like, because it's, it's almost like um, uh, the relay match, right? Like a, a relay race where you, you have the mm-hmm. baton and you're grabbing it and, I, and you pass it to me. And then and I take right. it over to the next level because that's what we need. Because I, I, I do not have the patience of a 27-year-old to do what you're doing, I, to actually bring those people over. Because uh, I don't. Like right. we were talking about with Bill and he's like, you know, that's, that's why you got you to gotta, you gotta kind of have a little patience with these people. I'm like, I'm, I'll work on that with God, but it's not happening right now. I got to go with the guys who are ready to, that are there and to go. But that's why this takes, to quote Hillary Clinton, it takes a village, right? It takes, it takes, it takes a village of multiple people in, in, right. in all these different roles so that we could gather and we could gather the people right. we can collaborate and bring them together. So thankfully, thankfully you're doing that. Um, patience of a 27 yeah. year old. Wow. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> well, and you know, what? a big part of it too, whether, whether people are on the side of the aisle, you're the gatherer, like you said, right. You have all these people that you're like, let's connect, let's keep everybody together. Whether you're yeah. on that side or on the other side, so many people and so many people in the conservative movement are, are really discouraged. Right. And what I always go back to is, and we, you know, talking about scripture is that we were not promised a life without persecution, right? You know, you see right. Jesus and you see everything that happened in the Bible and it's like, he went through hell, you know, and, and so many Christians and conservatives and people, and they're like, oh, my God, things are so bad right now. Yeah, things have always been bad. Now, have there been better economic times, better political times? Absolutely. Yeah, it goes in and out. But really, there has been evil across this world for since the beginning of time, right? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I think not having our expectations set is, the, oh, my God, you know, everything's gone to crap because you know, this and this and this. And it's like, look, we we are called to stand for truth in any season of life, you know, and we are called Mm -hmm. for this time to live in this time. And so we are equipped with the weapons that we need to fight the battles that we have in front of us, you know? And so I think that encouragement is so important because if we don't have people with hope, then we have people that they might have the right beliefs, but they don't have the action and we need the action like you've been saying. Mm -hmm. And, And so I think that's a really key important thing for people. Well, and I also want people to take some accountability and response, personal responsibility for the situation we're in. It's our own right. fault because we didn't participate in the community. We didn't keep right. an eye on what these elected elites were doing. We just said, we're busy, right. especially when Trump was in, when everything was rocking and rolling, right? Everybody's doing, working at their job. The business is going. Everything's great. Gas prices are like five cents a gallon. Everything's rocking right. and rolling. <laughs> everything's happening. You know what I mean? Money is flowing. This is the wages are up. Everything's great. Blah, 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 blah. Trump's got it under control. We cannot, and meanwhile, the minions and the evil demons that are in political positions from dog catcher up to, uh, you know, Speaker of the House and all that other stuff, they're all doing all kinds of this uh, unconstitutional and evil things that we're not paying attention to because we, we didn't participate. We thought it was just, right. we thought when we elected somebody – 
They were doing their job. No, they weren't. They're doing nefarious actions. So now, and all of a sudden, 2020 rolls around, we pulled our heads out of our asses and was like, whoa, what the hell is going on? Meanwhile, they're like, huh, right. we've been doing it for 20, 30 years. You're just so stupid. You didn't pay attention. Now, reap what you sow. You wonder why you're, you've got a poopy diaper. It's stinky. And you got a rash. You know, well, it's because we did it to ourselves. So now, this is the day of reckoning. And it is time for all of us to step up. Not only are we dealing with a spiritual battle, this is something that you need to work on on your own, but we don't have to. Nothing has to be done by yourselves, right? Um, but you, you've got to you do a combination. It's a combination. And again, this is a, I, I started saying this a couple months ago. And I said, you know, every day when you get up, you've got to pray, you've got to plan, and you've got to take action. And I kept saying that, mm-hmm. right? And, of course, some days I would do it, and some days I'd fall off the wagon, and blah, 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 blah. I'm, I'm good for a couple of days, and then I'll fall off. Then I get back on the wagon, and I fall off. Then it runs me over, and then I fall off. And then, I, you know, I keep this. It's, it's a horrible cycle. But it's called human beings, right? I get that. I get that. Right. But it, it, it hit me like a ton of bricks. The other day, uh, I think it was on Friday, when I said, I said it again, and I'm like, it has a whole new meaning. Because it was, it's mm-hmm. really, because what happened, I mentioned this earlier with Bill, my friend Lucy said, no, we, we flipped it. We have to flip it. You have to do the, the you have to, you, you have to ask God what it is that you're supposed to be doing. Then go do it. Don't just come up with what you think you should be doing and then pray. Usually people pray after something bad happened. She goes, once you flip it, right. and then once you flip it, and then I started thinking about the conversations I have with other people that are very more spiritual in faith, and I've always said that they're more successful. I've seen it happen on this show. I've had 350 partners that have come on the show, 824 live segments over the past 17 months. The people that are more faith-believing, that actually practice it, that are into it, they are literally more successful in their business, in their organizations, and in their lives, and I've seen it. I've talked to them, and it's like a, an incredible white paper, like a test case. I've seen it. Um, but, yeah, it literally is. You pray. And then you've got a plan, plan, and then the take action part. Um, I'm only got a few minutes left, but you're going to come back on the show anyway, uh, especially since you're here. But, right. So do you want, what do you want to comment on all that stuff I just dumped on you, 27? You know, <laughs> Allison, 27. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, I think you're, you're absolutely on it. Um, you know, I have noticed so much more success in my life when I prioritize the things. You know, I, I was talking about this earlier. I'm a volleyball coach, and so – you know, I, I was talking to some of the parents about we can't focus on winning. We have to focus on controlling what we can control, right? Mm-hmm, so if you focus mm-hmm. on winning and you tell a bunch of kids you better win, you better focus, you better do this, they're going to be scared to win. They're going to be scared to do all this stuff, and they're going to be focusing on the results. And the second they don't see the result they're looking for, they're going to start panicking, right? They're going to say, it's not working out. It's not working out, right? But if we focus on control what you can control for volleyball, you know, it's keeping your hands up, you know, doing your checklist before you serve, all these different things that to prepare, right? It's to prepare for what we have coming. And then when you're prepared and you're more prepared than the other team and you've worked harder than the other team and you're focused on the right things, then winning will be the result of that. And so, you know, it's exactly what you're saying with, um, you know, with praying and reading your Bible and doing all these things. When you come to God and you're like, look, I'm not looking for all of these answers from, I'm not looking for you to find the perfect relationship or for you to find the perfect job or all these things. And those things will come, but I'm looking to have a relationship with you. I I care about knowing you more. And that's what I'm here for. I'm here for you, not for anything else. And when you come to God with that and you actually, you know, humble yourself. And sometimes that means lowering yourself. And sometimes that means you're a much better and higher person than you think you are. And it's pride to think that you're less than what God created you to be. And so, when you come to God and say that, 
that's part of how you, you break through so many barriers that you have. And when you have those priorities of knowing God is my number one goal, seek me first, right? Then I go throughout my day and all of a sudden things are working out and I'm figuring it out and he gives me the answers I need for the stuff that I ultimately need. But I prioritize God. I didn't prioritize my needs through God. What do I need from God? It's what does God want to show me today? And then he'll give me what I need. So I think that's a huge piece of, uh, of you know, just success in general. Like you said, it really helps to have your priorities straight. Uh, you're spot on. You're very wise for a 27-year-old, uh, Allison. It's very oh, interesting. thank you. Yeah, very, very wise oh. woman. You're a very wise woman. <laughs> you're a very wise woman. Thank you. Uh, so uh, one, one other thing I want to leave people with, and then, uh, then uh, I want you to plug the show and, and, and the website and all that. Um, it, and I had heard this a while ago. They were talking about fear, right? Because everything about this whole political propaganda pandemic has all been about fear and control and fear and control and scaring you. And none of this was actually really even happening. Um, biggest right. scam ever pulled off on humanity. Talk about the biggest crimes against humanity. And um, in the Bible, uh, fear not or do not be afraid. I, I've seen it in both of my little, my little searches that I did. It's in the Bible 365 times because you're not supposed yep. to be afraid, right? 365 yep. times, which I thought was interesting because there's 365 days. So he's actually giving yes. you, he's giving you a, a one phrase or a, 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 it's not called a phrase. Help me out here. Help me out here. Um, that you like can a, do every day. Like a mantra. Yeah. yeah, there you go. That you can do every day. So you get a new one for each, yes. each, each day that it's in there, right? So I said, okay, then that, that there's a reason there's 365 people because it's all, you know, fear, false evidence appearing real, okay? All the, the COVID, yes. totally all fake stuff, right? Literally all fake. So fear. So if you're yes. fearing what's, getting, what's happening in the world right now, you don't have to be because you need, I'm just bringing it all for a full circle, full circle. And I just thought it was, yes. and, I, and I, for some reason I was, I was thinking about the show and I was thinking about the intro and I wanted to bring in the spiritual war, but then the take action part, because people need to start showing up in, in, and and then I was like, wait a minute, what's that thing about the fear? Somebody said the thing about the fear. It's in the Bible. And then I was like 365. I'm like, Oh, it's a sign. He's talking to me now. I better start listening. I finally, all right, we're connecting. I can get this. I I could be like all these people that come on my show. Um, Give the website when the show is done. do all that. Would you please? Okay. Yes. So um, totally agree about the fear. Love, love, love that. We should not be living with fear. Um, oh. My website is alisonferno. What? I said, no, no fear. No fear. Oh. Alisonferno.com. Yes, no fear. Exactly. Um, so alisonferno.com is my website. A-L-I-S-O-N-F-U-R-N-O.com. My show is on uh, Saturdays, 2 to 2.30 on 960 AM. And I also have the podcast. You can look up American Ammo. It's on Apple, Spotify, all of the fun things. And you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Getter at Allison K. Ferno. Perfecto, my friend. A very wise 27-year-old talk radio show host. It is, uh, it's an honor to call you my new friend, and I look forward to having you back on. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to send you some yeah, information about our campaign here in Arizona. I can use some help pushing it out there because I know that if we put some pressure on these elected elites here in Arizona, the 33 rhinos, we can get them to say yes because they have to clean up their mess from what they did last week. So they're looking for a win, and they know that the uh, yes. people in Arizona are not so happy with them right now because they took away their ability to choose who is going to be representing them. So this is a way for them to make up to it and actually 
uh, do what's right, constitutional, and uh, acknowledge the incredible amounts of fraud that we've had here in the state of Arizona and decertify our election based on, oh, I don't know, the Constitution of the United States of America. Not too much to ask now, is it? Not too much. I love it. I love it so much. That's awesome. Well, I love everything you're doing, and thank you so much. I'll definitely uh, be back talking with you soon. All right. Thank you, my friend. And make sure that uh, you tune in. You listen to Allison. She's on Saturdays from 2 to 2.30 here on 960 AM, and that is Pacific time because, you know, Arizona, we don't change our clocks, but we do rig our elections, and that's Pacific time here in Arizona. <laughs> Thank you, Allison. You, uh, you're, uh, you're an awesome, awesome, awesome young conservative, common sense, kept wearing wise woman. So thank you so much for coming on the show. Absolutely. Ah, see, there's hope for our youth people. There's hope for our youth. And, um, uh, so definitely tune into her show. We're going to add her to our must listen to page. Right. And of course, as I told you, the website's being all redone. We're going to make it so user-friendly so that literally when I tell you it's the ultimate resource for everything that you need to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life and make a difference, especially in your communities, you're going to be able to easily find all, and we're going to put in different, in better than it is now, different categories. You can listen to them on the show, find out what they do for a living, find out what kind of groups they're evolving, or just great, amazing advice. They're people that are very, very spiritual, that they're, they're, they're faith leaders, or even if they're not a faith leader, but they're actually like a good person, like a purpose-driven person, right? Because they're doing stuff out there more than just, oh, I got to sell some widgets, right? None of my people that come on, my people. None of the partners on this platform are out there just promoting and plugging themselves. They all come on the show with, with uh, an, an idea for the greater good, or they're all out there providing quality, quality content. And it's trustworthy people, trustworthy information. It's not a used car salesman. We don't do with that any kind of stuff. So I encourage you, go to our Take Action menu, everythinghomeaboutus.com, everythinghomeaboutus.com. You will see a long, long list of incredible resources that are on there from stuff that's on our website, stuff that are are people that have been on our show to um, resources that are outside of that. Literally everything you can imagine is there. You start there first. All right. So let me do this. I'm going to bring in my next guest, Claire Lopez. This lady, talk about a smart cookie, right? So, uh, and like a real, the real, real deal when I'm talking about that. So Claire Lopez is an author, media contributor, and the founder of and president of Lopez Liberty LLC with a mission to alert Americans to national security threats, both international and from the Islamic movement, Muslim Brotherhood, and their Marxist communist collaborators in this country. And this, this this issue, just for those of you who don't tune in to any of these types of interviews, so much bigger than uh, you can imagine. Your your minds will ex- actually explode here in the next few minutes. She's a long resume of very important positions on various advisory boards, commissions, centers, task forces, task forces. You didn't think I was going to screw that up. And organizations including the American Truth Project and the United West. Audience, a big round of applause for a patriotic, freedom-fighting, country-loving, truth-bombing, Islamic-exploding. I didn't put those together on purpose. I just thought it was funny when I, when I wrote it. American-alerting, expert-advising, problem-solving, warrior-writing, wise woman of the current state of America. Claire Lopez, how are you today? Well, hello, Michelle. Thanks for having me. That was quite the over-the-top intro, I must say. You know, you're welcome. And I have so much fun writing it because I um, I love to throw in all the adjectives, right? And then I take the – if I know the person, I, I pull in some of the personality, but then I also then uh, throw in some stuff from the – 
from the uh, bios and uh, I I usually uh, laugh afterwards. Like I have more fun doing it than I think the uh, the guests get out of it. So it's a little bit self-serving, but it, it's a win-win-win. That's all that matters, right, Claire? Sounds good. <laughs> so you're um, you're kind of a big deal in this world of the Muslim Brotherhood, the Islamic movement, what's really going on with Marxism and communism. And, uh, you know, when I, when I mentioned that you're on these different boards and commissions, so it's not like, you know, some of us that have a show or we, we have a business. I mean, you, you are in the, the, the real world of these, these uh, organizations and groups that have been dealing with this for probably 20, 30, maybe even 40 years. But I mean, like the hardcore stuff, like the things that an Annie Cyrus comes on here that we just can't even imagine that it's really going on or the things that uh, uh, some of these journalists that have been doing the research that really know the history. Um, that's your world. So um, why don't you uh, kind of take it from there just to give a little bit of what do you think of the, the bullet points of your background that people might want to hear? And then what I really want to talk about is where things are with Islam. And I, I know just enough to be dangerous because Annie's come on the show so many times, Annie Cyrus. And then of course, Iran, I say it like that, um, with the New Deal and all of the the rest of the turmoil that's going on, especially in the Middle East. Right. Well, so I, I've really been privileged over the uh, the course of my career to work with wonderful people like Annie. Um, indeed, Iran um, has for a long time been um, one of the major focuses for me uh, in my national security work. Um, but I began um, with, uh, I guess I'll, I'll go back to grad school with a, a master's in international relations with a focus on Russia, um, which got me recruited out of grad school. That was at Syracuse University, the Maxwell School, uh, recruited by the CIA. And um, after a brief stint uh, at Marine Corps Officer Candidate School, um, I turned down a commission there uh, in order to accept my offer uh, from the CIA. Off I went to 20 years, undercover, um, all over the world. Uh, it was uh, fantastic. Um, loved seeing the world, traveling, um, meeting different people. I love languages. I, I eat them up like candy. Um, and uh, just... Um, serving my country for those 20 years, both uh, domestically and abroad. Um, then I came back um, to join, uh, as you were looking at my, my resume there, uh, a number of different groups. I worked for a number of different federal contractors, um, including uh, some like uh, Battelle that might be uh, pretty well known, um, others less so. And then I gravitated toward the think tank world of Washington, D.C., and spent time at the Iran Policy Committee, uh, which is where I really dived into learning more about Iran um, and um, working with uh, the democratic Iranian opposition to the Mullah's jihadist regime in Tehran, uh, that opposition group, uh, the National Council of Resistance of Iran, um, and the uh, the group within it called the Mujahideen Khalq or the MEK, 
I think, uh, deeply penetrating uh, the Iranian nuclear weapons program. And in my opinion, at least, and, and this is just opinion, um, probably working with uh, the Israeli Mossad to keep them apprised of where Iran is with its nuclear weapons program. From there, went on to uh, become a senior fellow and later a full-time uh, vice president for research and analysis at the Center for Security Policy, overall 10 years there, uh, did a lot of writing and speaking and editing uh, of books along the way, um, and now, um, in the last couple of years, independent uh, at the uh, Lopez Liberty LLC that you mentioned, um, most recently working very closely with a couple of groups, new groups. One is Sargis Sangari's Near East Center for strategic engagement, and uh, the other one um, is John Guandolo's understanding the threat, and uh, we are working there on all the topics that you mentioned, Michelle, and that, uh, that being uh, the Islamic movement threat and its collaboration on U.S. soil uh, with the forces of communism and Marxism that we all of a sudden, it seems, are recognizing have penetrated all the institutions of our society, academia for sure, faith communities, obviously, government at every level, media, certainly, um, uh, and society at large, uh, entertainment and, and society and, uh, and business and industry, Wall Street. So that's, that's it in a nutshell. So you're saying that you're working for some new groups, and I'm just kind of using some common sense here. It sounds like the reason why we need newer groups is because of the level of infiltration and corruption within our own government. So you can't necessarily rely on them to be doing this research and finding out how deep-rooted all of these are because that's part of their agenda. They're, they're implementing their agenda, and they've been doing it for a long time. And it also sounds like a lot of these traditional think tanks or groups or organizations, they're all part of that same problem, which is what it goes back to everything that we just started to figure out, which myself, I just started to figure it out after the uh, Arizona called the election early in um, November 3rd, 2020. They add all of this stuff is that convoluted and corrupt and evil and demonic and that's been going on for so long and you can't trust anybody because it's all, they all seem to be in, in cahoots with each other at whatever level um, of any level of government. And like you mentioned, entertainment, and I call them the 13 bigs and big business and big, uh, big pharma and big box and big religion, all that. So is, is these new groups, I mean, is that why they, do you think that they're being formed? Because you can't necessarily rely and trust, the other ones, we already know you can't trust the government, that we need kind of fresh blood and people like you who still love this country rather than want to destroy it. Well, I should say that um, the NERI Center for Strategic Engagement is rather new, uh, but I probably should clarify that um, I've been working with John Guandolo and understanding the threat and the team there for many, many years um, teaching all across the United States, um, our first focus was reaching out to local law enforcement, meaning sheriff's departments, um, and training up them. And, and also, to some extent, um, police 
departments, but because police departments are beholden typically to a city council or appointment by the mayor, um, we found that elected sheriffs and their their teams, their departments and deputies, um, were were a far more uh, receptive um, group to uh, to teach and to train. We did a lot of that, um, but more recently now, uh, what we're doing are a couple things with understanding the threat. Now. I'll send people to that website, understandingthethreat.com, but also to a new venture and website affiliated with it, not the same, but affiliated, and it's called the National Security Academy, and that's thenationalsecurityacademy.org. I believe that one's .org, thenationalsecurityacademy.org, where a number of us are working together to uh, produce online web content courses uh, that students may sign up for um, at that website if they would like um, for a fee, yes, um, thenationalsecurityacademy.org. And I just recently completed a seven-part course, seven lessons, a videotape that will soon go up there. I, I think the, they're in final post-production now, but on Iran and Hezbollah. And uh, that threat right here in the Western Hemisphere and inside of the United States. But, you know, it's not just that these nefarious, malign actors, forces, groups have infiltrated the government. I mean, that's the least of it. They are completely throughout our academic institutions. And I mean all the way from pre-K all the way to university. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, they have obviously infiltrated all kinds of churches, Catholic churches, Protestant churches, whatever churches, and Jewish congregations as well, unfortunately. Uh, the Marxists, of course, um, leading with uh, liberation theology going back decades, and I saw that firsthand during uh, the war in El Salvador, the Civil War, where we got caught up in that. Um, so, you know, obviously religious institutions, out the window, communist. Um, and then you get to the media, as you've mentioned, obviously all kinds of media, online media, TV media, cable TV media, and, of course, the entertainment world, uh, meaning Hollywood, movies, um, totally and completely penetrated. I'll tell you, I'm reading right now Peter Schweitzer's book called Red-Handed, and mm -hmm. I, I really recommend it. I'm about halfway through. But it documents, meticulously footnoted and, and citations galore. Um, it is the, the story of, of the Chinese Communist uh, Party, CCP, PLA, People's Liberation Army, uh, information operations of the Ministry of State Security, uh, penetration of American society. And again, all those institutions I just mentioned, they're in there. It's not just one. It's not just the government. It's all throughout our society. So you're, you're mentioning in these, it's, it's really that that's the communism push more so from the CCP, but from what I was learning about and uh, when Annie's come on the show, um, it's also coming from the other side, which is the Islamic part so it's yes. but in, in, you know they overlap each other but it sounds like it's almost but that comes from a different angle which is actually even 
uh, I mean, it, it, it's, it's more destructive in certain ways too. And it's almost more dangerous because that is more, I don't want to say accepted, but it's almost like they've made it so, uh, you know, God forbid you should push back on it or bring attention to it. Then all of a sudden you're Islamophobic and then, you know, it's like hands off, which yeah. at least so, I mean, when you say yeah, someone Andy, says. Andy's got it right, of course. Yeah. And, and what we talk about um, is the red, black, green axis, yeah, right? that's it. Thank red you. Thank would you. be communist, Marxist, and we're talking about Antifa there. Um, and then black, Black Lives Matter movement, if it still exists, it's kind of imploding from what I understand, but Black Lives Matter movement, which is uh, obviously Marxist, but also Maoist, and furthermore, linked to the third, the green, and that's the Islamic movement, with which it had been working very closely, and by the way, um, Black Lives Matter movement also working very closely with the Chinese Communist Party, um, if it still uh, exists or can be resuscitated after the implosion of its senior leadership, um, which apparently absconded with um, gazillions of dollars to buy mansions Mm -hmm. for themselves, where they are happily ever (laughs) aftering, last report I heard. Um, But you're right about the Islamic um, movement and infiltration. People may ask, well, how in the world? Communism? Islam? How could they possibly work together? And and it's absolutely true that these are differing ideologies, but they work together in an opportunistic ad hoc manner right now because their first target is to take down America. They share Mm -hmm. that in common. Destroy America, destroy this constitutional republic of ours. Then they can settle up among themselves later on. But for now, they do join forces opportunistically to take down America. Fascinating, um, and, you know, and the, and the black was I, I was from the people that I've listened to. It was black and or no, it was red and green, red and green. And I learned all that just you know over the past couple of months. I had no idea, right? Because these are things that no, normally are not talked about, probably by obviously design, right? And again, they try to make it so taboo that you don't want to touch some of these topics. But then when you when you start paying attention and you and you go, oh my God, it's right there in your face. Right. And then, but then you just added the black, the red, black and green, which it, it is. It is amazing that anybody with a little bit of smidgen of some common sense or just kind of paying attention to what you've noticed over the past. What did you say when BLM came on the on the, on the really hardcore two, you know, two years? Well, we're at two years about now. Um, this is this is exactly the playbook. And in as you said, there is all of this is so infiltrated into all of the different uh, entities that control everything. Um, how do we dismantle it when our own government, you know, people always say, well, who's the biggest enemy? Like, oh, maybe it's Russia. Who's your biggest enemy? Biggest threat. Oh, it's China. No, our biggest enemy to the American people and to our country is our own government. This is the first time that we've actually been attacked by ourselves. You know, the, the phone calls coming from what's inside the house. Um, so what, what do we do when the people that are, in charge of all this, hate us and want to destroy well, us. Well, I would, I, I, I would, I would um, zoom out a bit to uh, a 25,000-foot uh, perspective, perhaps. And I would say, you know, our number one enemy, not necessarily the government, but what I would say at that level of scope uh, is tyranny. 
global mm-hmm. tyranny versus individual liberty. That's the fight. That's what it is. And those entities, you know, be they academic, uh, church and religious, government, law enforcement even, um, media, social media, society, uh, big business, big tech, all of those you were, you were mentioning, the bigs, um, when they collaborate, when they align themselves with the forces of tyranny in this world, uh, it, is, it is a very dangerous situation that we're living in. Now, that's exactly why understanding the threat um, is, is working on um, reaching out to local communities, um, local people, because we think that it is at the local level, meaning the district level, the precinct level, the ward level, if you want to think in electoral terms, but the very local neighborhood level, of people, it is at that level that we're going to take back our individual liberty in this republic. And so we go out to places that invite us, that want us to come, and we'll speak to them. We'll give them training tools in addition to the information um, so that they understand what this is, what this is about. And it is multifaceted. It is not just any one uh, entity. It is not simple. It's very complex. And the thing is that as Americans, and, and, and particularly as, you know, people of overwhelming Americans are of Judeo-Christian um, background, um, it's very difficult for people like that to understand that human beings are not naturally good. They are naturally evil. Human nature is evil. I wish it were otherwise, but it's not. And... You have to begin with, with that understanding of how easily uh, people can be misled, uh, bribed, coerced, whatever, uh, to, um, really, to, to, to really um, attack, uh, whether they mean to or not, our constitutional republic and all the principles that it is founded on. And that's what's happening. Because it is difficult for Americans in particular, Westerners I think in general, to think of things in a sophisticated way, in a hardcore way, in a way uh, that understands the kind of operations being run against us, information operations, influence operations. Their brains just don't work this way. Uh, They want to think of people as good. But they're not, and so they get taken advantage of, and and that's that's we're, we're too soft, in other words, and we need to, uh, you know, pull up our socks a little bit here, and and realize that a lot of what's coming at us um, is intended to destroy this republic, and we better stand up and be ready to meet it. You know, I've got to give you a huge compliment because I've had a lot of people on this show. And we've had some of these discussions, not as hardcore deal on the Islamic road as what you and um, Annie discussed, because you guys are really the pros on this. But we're talking about the tyranny and and the uh, the control. Um, and I've watched an, an incredible amount of other shows, right? Because that's just what, that I, what I'm doing while I'm working or listen to rather. Not one person has ever said that human nature or human beings are naturally evil. And I think 
um, by you mentioning that, it helps people get their arms around the fact how easy it is, like you said, how they can be bribed or misled or corrupted to really do things that are so anti against this country, this constitution and other human beings, because I've been saying that for so long. I'm like, how could somebody like, look at Anthony Fraudchi. How could somebody do that? I mean, there's not all, you couldn't pay me all the money in the world to do the things that even some of these governors or even some of these people that are on city councils or school boards of the things that they've done are just putting a mask on a child and, and, and isolating them and doing those things. I'm like, where's your soul? Where is your, and, and, and now but you're, you're, you're kind of just easing human being or easing people in general to say, you know what, there's bad people out there and that's just how easily they can be bad. And it's, it is fact. So don't sugarcoat it anymore. And these people know exactly what they're doing. That's their agenda. And I, that's what I've been saying. I've been, I've, been, I've been also seeing that you've got to accept it for what it is. When somebody tells you that they're doing something bad, take them for what it's worth. Like when Klaus Schwab, Klaus Schwab says, you will own nothing and you will like it. Uh, that's what he means. You don't have to interpret that. You know, you have to. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that your whole ideology and attitude is uh, we're too soft and we need to step up to the plate here and be a little bit more uh, assertive or aggressive or, or brutal in the conversations because otherwise they're going to just keep rolling over us like, uh, like they've done for decades. So yeah, but thank you for having that courage to say it because you know, here's, here's the good. We, we human beings have a better nature and we need to appeal to that better nature through education, um, through training, um, and through uh, helping people to realize that standing together, we can um, we, we can act according to that better nature and rise above, um, you know, the the, the lower uh, part of human nature. And, and and I think that's what our educational programs—the speaking, the, t- the training, the teaching. And, and, and radio shows just like yours, Michelle, thank you very much, you know, can, can accomplish that. I, I hope so. Mm-hmm. Well, but I just, it's refreshing. It's refreshing because there's been so much damage. There's so much infiltration. And, um, you know, you, you, you've, they've been doing it for decades. So now they've actually indoctrinated an entire generation, or maybe they're on their second one at this point. And then they've, they've infiltrate, infiltrated in all to these different layers where, um, uh, and then, of course, if they're controlling so much stuff, then it, it takes people like you and the organizations and the, and the work that you're doing and then to get the message out even on, on the shows. But like, let's, let's just say, for example, uh, somebody in, uh, I'm in Scottsdale, Arizona, Mayor Corruption County. So what if somebody from, uh, so when one of the candidate, one of the potential clients for you guys, would it be, um, we can't do the sheriff because he is a George Soros guy. So we'll just, we, there's no hope there. So would it be somebody from our corrupt school board? Let's just pretend they weren't as corrupt as they are. I mean, we're all over the news. So it's not me just making an assumption that the guy is corrupt when he puts a uh, dossier out on the parents um, or our city council. Would they be the ones that would hire you guys to come teach them how to actually uh, well, it, notice it, these it, things within the community? It could be. Or it could be any group of, uh, you know, loyal uh, American citizen patriots, uh, be it a parents group, 
let's say, in some particular school district. It could be members of a school board um, if, if they're so inclined, and we'd welcome that, absolutely. Um, we would also welcome um, other groups from, from among, um, you know, local communities, perhaps a church group, perhaps a synagogue group, um, any of the above. So well, the reason I was trying to identify the groups or just, you know, who would be able, who, who would, but what audiences would best benefit from getting this information so that we can do something about it? Because as yeah. I mentioned in, in the other parts or the, throughout this whole show, we're on a very short clock. And, and, I, and I, I know that a lot of people aren't letting that penetrate. They're not thinking. They're thinking everything is fine. Yeah, the stock market's going up and down. Gas prices are a little bit higher. Food prices kind of going up. No, 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 no. What's coming is much worse. What? And it's coming. It's, it's, as far as I'm concerned, it's going to be here because they don't want an election in 2022. So there's going to be a lot of things that are going on. And there's got to be, and it's time for people to kind of step up and speak up and show up and get into the game here and participate. Um, yeah, so well, who, who are the audiences yeah. and how can we, can we can do something? I'm using my example here because I'm here and we can do something here. So right. I want to, um, what are we going to Honestly, learn? what I would say is that um, this program that I'm talking about, and you can go to understandingthethreat.com to find out more about it, uh, is absolutely geared to the ordinary everyday family, uh, ordinary everyday folks, and of different ages. Um, you know, millennials totally welcome on up to retired, uh, and everybody in between. Um, and as I said, again, maybe it's a little neighborhood group that you get together with in your own neighborhood. Maybe it's uh, a church group. Um, you know, maybe it is um, some kind of a conservative political group that you belong to. It, it doesn't matter, um, but it is absolutely geared to the average, ordinary American citizen patriot. And part of the course that I'm talking about, which is a three-day course, the third day is devoted to practical, pragmatic, uh, and absolutely doable measures, steps that these local folks can take on their own, in their own neighborhood, lawfully. I, I can't emphasize that part enough, completely lawfully, to understand uh, who are the malign forces, uh, whether it be Islamic movement, Muslim Brotherhood, or front groups, or communist Marxist representatives, any of the above, how to uh, recognize them when, when, when they're in your community, um, how to counter them lawfully, um, and how to do that by joining your forces together with other like-minded people just like you. And I, I guess what I, what I want for people to kind of realize, and I want you to kind of maybe even give a couple examples or some specifics, how big this really is, how uh, how you're not even realizing it and maybe a couple like warning signs or something that might go, Oh my God, that's what they were talking about on the show. I'm seeing it right here right now. And then, cause I won't be able to realize um, what's really going on at all these different, these different well, yeah, levels I mean, I, so they could recognize right. it. Tell you, I, I mean, I, I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, no, um, no, you're reminding me of things here. And what I'll say is that um, one of the, um, 
real, I guess I'd call it silver linings to the lockdown uh, period of time from 2020 into 2021 when parents were stuck at home from work, the kids were stuck at home from school, they were trying to do distance learning on the laptops on the kitchen table, and guess what? Parents were looking over those kids' shoulders for the first time and seeing what was in those curricula. And they were appalled, they were horrified, and then they were furious because this is their kids. That is one of the first indicators, I think. Um, looking at what is being taught in those uh, school programs, and I don't mean just public schools or just private schools or just charter schools. It's all of the above. But they found out. And that's when you saw parents flooding into these school board meetings, maybe first virtually and, and later on in person when, when uh, things opened up, and taking their concerns directly to them. Um, that is one of the first, um, I think, awakenings. And I don't mean woke. I mean mm -hmm. awakened that American citizens, parents, um, you know, other, other family members realized um, that in particular, the Marxist infiltration of the school programs through things like critical race theory, ethnic studies programs, and all of that. That is when those terms entered the lexicon. Before 2020, I don't think I ever heard an average ordinary parent talking about CRT. Mm -hmm. Now they all know it. So that's one indicator right there. And that, that's a great example, especially here in Arizona. There's, um, they actually implemented CRT, which is just a different name for everything else that they've done before. They just keep making it worse and worse and change the names kind of when you're not looking. They implemented it in 2018. And then all of a sudden in 2020 and now 2021 is when all the parents, really in 2021 is when the parents started to clue in. But here in Arizona, uh, it, flat, it passed. And that's the curriculum. It's called C3 based. That's the curriculum for, so it's CRT is just like one, uh, one, um, one, I don't want, I, mean, I can't think of the word right now. It's one, like one chapter. It's just like a uh, one subject, you know, like math is a well, subject, it, reading it, is a subject. Actually, CRT no. is just one. No, no. Our, our, CRT um, is not even listed in online uh, syllabuses or it's like, uh, they try to references. Hide it. Or, or curriculum. It is rather a form of indoctrination that permeates every single subject in that school, meaning reading, writing, arithmetic, science, uh, you name it, CRT permeates it, even though it's not going by that name. Yeah, again, it's like to, to disguise it. It's like an overall ideology, like here that the, huh? the, the, yeah. the, the fundamental entire curriculum is called C3 and it's they've kind of molded it to critical theory because then the CRT got a little bit you know taboo so they just said oh we'll just knock out a letter it's not a big deal it's the same thing it's always the same thing and then well, they the just thing make it is worse actually worse. that critical theory was first critical theory is what came over with the Frankfurt school back in the 1920s and 30s and it was only after critical theory based on pure Marxism realized that here in America the bourgeois versus the proletariat equation was not going to take hold and was not going to 
uh, lead to a revolution. They realized it didn't work in a country like ours with a free market capitalist type of system where opportunity meant that you could be born in a log cabin in Illinois and become president of the country. So they had to find another wedge issue to drive our society apart. And that's when they inserted race. Race got inserted last century, 50, 60 years ago, because they needed a wedge issue to divide and break up our society and turn it into warring camps. And critical theory, pure Marxism, based on economic models, was not going to work. So that's how the R got put in there in the first place. If they're taking it back out again now, in a way, they're going back to the roots, which may be a little more honest about where this all comes from. Well, and they probably also are a little feeling a little bit more emboldened because they realize how much control, and at this point, they don't care. You know what I mean? It's like it's like anything else. They tell you exactly what they're going to do. We're dumb enough to think, well, that's not what they meant. No, that's what the guy said. The guy said he uh, said he hates you. He's going to kill you. And then you wonder why when he shows up at your door, he's like, I'm here to, to kill you. And you're like, no, I didn't think you meant that. But no, that's what I told you. So they, they're very they're very clear usually in their intentions. And I think they uh, they figured, well, no, it's, it's like poker. I, I'm all in. Let's do it. Um, in, in a lot of these situations, uh, I, I know that we're uh, we're over on the, the time that we talked about, but um, I just kind of think it's important to share some information about uh, Iran. And if you know anything there that you can share about insights as to the Iran deal that they're working on, that apparently is much closer to being completed than what they're leading on to. And then how any of the things that are going on between Ukraine and, and Russia involves China and, and also the, in the, the Middle East. I, I think we need a couple more shows. Um, <laughs> just, very know, just, quickly. Like a little brief, yeah. It, it does look like the talks in Vienna, which are intended to um, uh, reestablish the Joint Comprehensive Plan of Action or the Iran nuclear deal from back in 2015 to reestablish that again, um, Unfortunately, it looks uh, from leaks coming out of Vienna, nothing is official, but these are based on leaks, that um, the Biden administration and uh, the uh, Anthony, uh, Anthony, Fauci, uh, Anthony Blinken uh, State Department um, uh, have capitulated on just about every point, um, agreeing, uh, and again, these are leaks, this is not the final, you know, provisions of, of a deal, but this is what's being um, talked about as having leaked out of the talks that uh, they've capitulated on, on all the sanctions. They're going to remove every single sanction ever imposed on Iran since the beginning of time, and they may even remove some of the top terror masters of the Iranian regime um, from the uh, terror designation, designation list, remove the IRGC, the uh, Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps, from the terror, the State Department's foreign terrorist organizations list. Um, complete disaster uh, gives uh, Iran a complete um, carte blanche to, to drive for a deliverable nuclear weapon, which is what they're, they've been working on for a long time. So um, that, that looks um, very dismal. Um, it also looks like the Biden administration wants to bypass 
Congress once again, as they did back in 2015, in order to get this thing accomplished, um, where, uh, in fact, there is a law that was actually passed after 2015, passed in Congress, um, that uh, obligates any uh, U.S. administration to present a deal like this to Congress and to the Senate specifically uh, for a review as a bilateral treaty, because that's in fact what it would be. So we'll see how that plays out. Um, Ukraine and Russia, I mean, just uh, just ho- horrific scenes coming to us um, from from inside Ukraine. Um, in, in very, very brief, um, this is Vladimir Putin, the president of Russia, seeing a window of opportunity during a time when uh, Washington, D.C., in particular the Biden administration, are viewed as extremely weak. Um, and um, Putin has wanted to realign the post-Cold War uh, America-dominated uh, Western liberal democratic um, world order uh, back to what it was uh, with Mother Russia, not even communism, because Russia's not communist anymore. It's just not. Um, but but more like an Ivan the Terrible, if you will, or a Peter the Great or a Catherine the Great, um, Russian Empire kind of concept, um, all interwoven with... Um, Christianity, orthodox, um, um, faithful beliefs, um, looking at the destruction, the moral decay of American society and saying, we're not going that route. Um, We're going to stand for true Christianity. This is all woven into this. Um, But the absolute war crimes that are being committed right now rightfully have been taken to The Hague. That is the International Court at The Hague. don't know exactly where that will go yet, but there are war crimes being committed. The unprovoked invasion of an independent, sovereign country um, by a brutal, uh, expansionist, uh, killer, thug, and war criminal. Uh, That's what we're looking at. Um, The world has united in ways I think uh, Putin may not have expected, and NATO itself even has united in ways that he probably did not expect pouring humanitarian aid as well as military aid into into Ukraine and the incredible courage of the Iranian people and their president Volodymyr Zelensky and those around him his his administration officials um, in standing up standing standing firm and and fighting back even as they are the underdog against a much more powerful enemy um, Russia I uh, don't know where it's going to go um, there are the hints of, of some talks, perhaps, that, that may be, um, you know, uh, ongoing in, in, in coming days. Uh, we'll have to see where those go. Zelensky himself has hinted that he may be ready to compromise on certain things. For example, that Ukraine, um, in fact, is not now and probably not in the foreseeable future, will ever be ready for NATO membership. And so he's willing to give up that application. He's willing to give up and acknowledge Crimea, um, has been a part of Russia for hundreds of years, and it's now been taken back by Russia. He's willing to admit to basically a fait accompli on the ground there in Crimea. 
and also to return essentially to the Minsk agreements of 2014-2015 that um, uh, made, made provisions for elections or at least referenda in the breakaway regions of the Donbass, the Donetsk and Luhansk Oblast, uh, which never took place, by the way. Um, but, but Zelensky is now kind of hinting that, okay, maybe we could allow elections there and they could be autonomous regions of Ukraine. Of course, Russia wants them to be taken back completely by Russia. But it, the, the vague outlines of perhaps talking points for negotiations are coming into view We'll have to see. So, in brief, that's that's those two. Uh, it's amazing what is going on inside of that big brain of yours, my friend. It's uh, <laughs> uh, it, uh, I just encourage people to um, listen to when you go on shows, and obviously um, get involved with your organizations, um, and even consider working with your group and hiring them. Um, to, to bring them into their communities to actually kind of turn turn the things around uh, locally because that seems to be the only way we're going to be able to to make something happen. And again, it's this is important. This is really important. I don't want to say stuff, but it's important stuff. I mean, it, it is it is life changing for everybody. And you can hear there's what you just were describing how quickly how quickly things are are happening. Um, about some of these changes, especially with uh, Iran. Um, but as far as, I'm looking here at my notes, understandingthethreat.com is what I want everybody to check out and to uh, take a look at these different trainings and talks that she's doing with her group, really, so you can get your arms around uh, how, how, how uh, communism and Marxism and uh, the Islamic, the red, black, green, which if you've not heard about that, that's something you really need to pay attention to, has really coming in to infiltrate all aspects of our lives um, and uh, how they're trying to, well, they're not trying, they're doing a very good job at uh, positioning uh, themselves to destroy America. Um, so any, any last parting words and then plug anything else you want to plug, Claire, but uh, thank you so much for uh, all of that information and really, encouraging people to say that we are too soft and we can't do that anymore. And don't be surprised when you, when people, when you find out how evil somebody is or how they could do that, that's, that's, that's just human beings. I mean, we are good people, but we're, there's a lot of bad. So don't be surprised anymore. You can't, they can't use that as an excuse. No more excuses. Kind of, um, you know, no more excuses March. Yeah. Thank you again, Michelle, for having me on your show. I very much appreciate the chance to to talk to your audience. Um, They can follow me at Claire M. Lopez on Twitter. Also, my name, uh, same, on Facebook. And I'm at Liberty, Lopez Liberty, LL, no, just Lopez Liberty on Telegram. Um, And then check out the websites, uh, understandingthethreat.com. Check out the nationalsecurityacademy.org. Uh, I also post and write, um, and my videos are posted at the United West, the Citizens Commission on National Security. I mentioned before Sargas Sangari's Near East Center for Strategic Engagement. Um, Where else? From time to time, um, uh, on uh, Jamie Glazoff's Glazoff Gang, 
uh, and publishing at Front Page Magazine, a project of the David Horowitz Freedom Center. Uh, what else? Did I mention the United West? I'm, I'm forgetting what I didn't forget. Um, but all of those, um, uh, have a look. And uh, also at American Truth Project. That's one more that I forgot. American Truth Project. And uh, have a look there if you have the time. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. And all of those groups that she just mentioned and those people, they all, they all have the same ideology and they, they work well together. And you will notice that once you start paying attention and you go check these out, and, and obviously if you listen to the show, if you're going like, to share this with uh, family, friends, and, and other contacts, I think it's kind of key. It might be something you never heard of before or you kind of heard some rumblings. This is this type of conversation. You're not going to see that anywhere near in any mainstream Mockingbird media, and even some of these, even some of the alternative stuff. Because a lot of people just don't they, they don't uh, they don't touch it, or they just you know they don't they don't have maybe the the right people that they know of to bring it onto their show to their audience. Um, but this is real. Everything that she's talking about, and it's it's pretty serious. Uh, intense things. I know that um, when Annie's come on the show before, she always uh, throws me for a loop, and I'm just like, wow, I had no idea. I, wow, thank you for sharing that. And she says, you know, it's, the problem is, is that message doesn't get out for a reason. So um, it's it's up to us, people like myself that have shows and other people, to make sure that we can get people like Claire on in order to get this information out to people. And again, part of this whole uh, collaboration world that we're living in people that are listening, you have an obligation to share. It's your obligation, your civic duty, your, your, your duty to being a human being, you know, another common sense kept wearing person is to share shows like this and, uh, and the information with all of your friends and contacts um, in, in, uh, and encourage them to not only listen to Claire Lopez and go check out all these different websites and her writings and um, their groups because that's how we get the word out. We can't rely on uh, search engines, we know that those work. Did uh, DuckDuckGo just turned on us, right? So they're they're no longer our friend. And as you heard earlier, you can't uh, can't post a lot of the things on Facebook about anything that has to do with me. So um, I'm not alone. So it's up to us to actually kind of go old school, have a conversation, maybe through a text message, phone call, or uh, see somebody in person and share all this information because that's the it's the only way we're going to be able to to get things out and change. Make a change. So, Claire, thank you so much for coming on. I'd love for you to come back. And um, uh, I have a feeling the next time you come on, the conversation is going to be a little uh, darker because uh, things are moving pretty quickly here, which is scary. Well, I'll be glad to come back on. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you, Claire. Have a good afternoon or actually evening where you are located, and thanks for working on the time zone with us when Good old Arizona never uh, never gives a moment to disappoint here in Arizona and screw things up. That's just how our state works. Yeah, horrible, unbelievable. So much potential, but so uh, it's like they they get it to the one yard line and then they fall down and they still have four downs and they wonder why they lost and we just shake our heads like it's Arizona. So what do we do? All right, thank you, Claire. I appreciate you very much and keep up the great work. Smart lady, smart lady, Claire. Thank you so much. Oh, wow. So a um, little bit of reality today, everybody, a little bit of reality, um, maybe a little too much for some people, but we're in a time period where nothing is too much, right? I, I think, um, I mean, I had a lot of, uh, to quote an Oprah Winfrey, you know, I do these on purpose, right? To quote Oprah, uh, Oprah Winfrey, an aha moment. 
with, uh, and, and interesting, you know, the theme, you know, talking about tyranny and, and freedom and what you can do and um, getting involved. Remember, you're praying, you're planning, you're taking action. That's how you start your day. That's how you should kind of do stuff throughout the day. Um, it's time. It is time to participate and gather and come together. Come together. And I will have that uh, song ready to go uh, for Monday's show. But it is time. You know, you know, before this thing all really got really, we knew we were getting, everything was getting hairy. You know, our whole collaboration consortium, Save My Freedom, was about getting together to have different businesses. If you're, if you're a business owner or you're an entrepreneur or you have an organization or you're just a purpose-driven person or you've got a, a, a show and you're in the media, you're an influencer, or you're just a good American, right? You love this country and you want to do something about it or you've got a nonprofit organization. We wanted to bring everybody together. That's the whole Save My Freedom movement because you're there to save your own your personal freedom, your financial freedom, and your uh, professional freedom. That covers everything, right? So, uh, and I'm going to end it here right at 3 o'clock. I'm going to make sure that I cut myself off. They've done a lot of talking today and um, and I want to keep these shows at three hours unless I've got some amazing guests, which, oh, and speaking of, when I did the uh, brighthand.tv show, we did the live remote on Friday of last week at the Reawaken a Tour in San Diego. I had amazing guests that popped on. So Matt Sayer did, an, did a great job of dragging people on. So who do we kick the show off with for my first guest? Eric Trump. So I got to, and I was like, literally, like, like a schoolgirl. I got all nervous. Right? And you get that thing that in your stomach. You got that pit, that roller coaster pit. So anyway, um, go check that out on brighthand.tv. Uh, it's the show that we did on Friday. We'll be back on Friday, this Friday for TV at 4 p.m. Pacific time, 7 p.m. Eastern time. And we'll have two amazing guests. And then, of course, we are back on Mondays at 12 p.m. Pacific time. It is now Pacific time in the uh, Grand Canyon state, once great, great state and the Grand Canyon state of Arizona. So go over to everythinghomeaboutus.com, everythinghomeaboutus.com. That is your take action menu. Everything that you need to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life, and make a difference, especially in your community, is listed there. It's information, not only guests on our show, their own shows, uh, patriotic media resources that you can go to. There are different events that, uh, that we're promoting and helping promote. There are different ex- external websites that, that are great references. There's just really great information. Uh, different groups on who must follow the must follow groups and people to pay attention to, you know, the messages that matter from the people you need to know about. And then our marketplace, I want you to go check out the marketplace. You might want to head over to the Bright Teon store that's there and my Patriot Supply, get some prepared foods, right? You might want to do that because there's going to be, you're going to have supply chain issues. You're going to have food issues. You don't believe me? Mike Adams today on um, the Health Ranger, right? He's one of the shows on our must listen to. He's the owner of brighttown.tv, brighttown.com. You might want to go check that out. And then also with your own health. Remember, this is all about it. This is a moment in time. Yes, everyone keeps saying it's the best moment in time to be alive. Yeah, that's if you're showing up, right? But that's the whole thing that we've talked about all day today. I need you to pray, not I, my, our suggestion as a group, right? You're, not only are you praying, but you've got to be taking action. So not only are you taking action to get involved in that community and do things locally, you, we want you also, we want you to kick it into gear with your own business too, right? Remember, it's all about business, life, and community. Take action, BLC, business, life, community. The three legs, the pillar of humanity. That's what it's all about. So again, the Save My Free Movement is all about that. There's no cost. 
We want people to join the groups. We want you to show up. You want to participate. We're going to be going back to Clubhouse starting next week. This week, we still can't go back on yet just because there's too much stuff going on. And um, join the newsletter so you get involved. Join to the different groups. Everything is there. If you go to the to the very the second or second or third tab on the Take Action menu, everything homeaboutus.com. They'll get you all the information about what it's about and how you can participate. Again, it's literally it's interactive and it's going to be taken to the next level. We've got a whole other thing that we're working on. It just takes a little bit of time to put together all of these complex websites. And um, but the low hanging fruit for right now. Low-hanging fruit is here in Arizona, but we want it to be nationwide. So I'm asking for two minutes of your time every single day. Just two minutes. Dos minutos. That's it. Only dos. Solamente dos minutos. And this is an, a one-click email all Arizona legislatures campaign. And, and the, the email's already written. We partnered with Act for America. Christine Reagan, we did episode 294. If you want to listen about it, episode 294 with Christine Reagan from Act for America. We partnered with them because they have the technology. So you go to the, you click on the, the take action tab. It's the very top one. It's called the certify the Arizona election in only two minutes a day. Click on that. It gives you a little bit of information. So you get an overview on what the heck this thing's about. And I've loaded up the website with all kinds of information from the documents to the press release to um, the HCR resolution, which is resolution HCR 2033. And what it says is because of the amount of fraud that happened in the Arizona election is so overwhelming. I mean, it is so intense, right? It's not even just including the low-hanging fruit, which is just dead bodies, right? You've got enough dead bodies that voted that actually decertify it and give Trump the win just on that low-hanging fruit. And that's old-school fraud, right? I'm not talking about all the different layers that they added on additional from that. But anyway, it's, you're going to go on there. and they, the, the goal is to decertify the election uh, in three counties. And it's HCR2033. You don't even need to know any of that stuff. All you need to do is you're going to go to that first tab. You're going to click on it. It's going to go to the website. It's going to give you a little bit of information just so you, you know what you're doing, right? And it's very quick. I tried to make it so easy, so streamlined. You're going to click on the button. That's like take action, one click, boom. You're going to put in some of your information. And then you're going to click it. It automatically sends the email to all of the legislators in the state of Arizona, encouraging them to vote yes on this. Then it'll also, if you choose to take another action, you don't have to. You can, um, there's a Facebook post and a Twitter post. And then if you're back on the website, the original one that I said I sent you, because it can take you to the other one, you can, it also, I put it on there. So you have this as a reference that you could use this as a resource for other things. Because it was fascinating. Once I actually started looking at people's Facebook pages, their websites and their Twitter, the Twitter, I started looking at those, those pages and I went, oh my God, this is, these are the people that are in office now. Oh no, I wouldn't buy a widget from them. And I thought it was very interesting because uh, a lot of them, I couldn't find the information, couldn't find a phone number, couldn't find an email, couldn't find the social media account. But I did find that big donate button on every single one of those pages. Wow. Yeah. So, you know what? I just started paying attention. Can't believe I've not been paying attention. I had no idea. Now I know. Now I know. No more people. So, again, we need to make them accountable because they don't, they're not accountable. And as Christine tells in the, in the episode 294, that's episode 294, uh, and you can go to everythinghomeaboutus.com and you'll see past episodes. And, or you could just even go to, um, it has a tab on there for all of the podcast players. We're on 25 of them. 
So you can listen on the Rumble. You can listen on traditional podcast players. And then you can go to 294. I always use, I put label them with numbers. I do that because I want this to be a resource. I want this to be a reference. I want you to be able to reference specific episodes easily when we're talking about this, because literally this information is unbelievable. You know, I said you've got 350 partners that have come on the show. That's guests. 824 live segments over the past, uh, I think it was 17 months when I started this in November. So let's just do it together. November, December, January, February, March. So five. So five and 12 is 17. Yes, 17 months. That's a lot of quality content. You're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars of free content to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life and make a difference, especially in your communities you're not paying for, right? So um, the goal is, uh, I'm not sure why I went off on that topic, but anyway, what I'm asking you to do is two minutes a day. And then what I want you to do is then go ahead and tell your friends about it. Because if we can get people, even if you're not in Arizona, it doesn't matter. The more people that go ahead and just click this two, this little, this one email, click two minutes a day, then all of a sudden they're getting the emails. They're getting tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of emails, right? Millions of emails saying you better decertify this election, follow the Constitution, do what's right. Because they know that we don't, we, don't, we don't communicate with them. We only communicate them sometimes when uh, something's going wrong. Like right now, the PC issue where they took away the ability for everybody in Arizona to choose who gets to represent them. That's, you take away the electoral process. It's very tyrannical. That's like uh, communism, right? So what Christine Reagan, who is over at Act for America, who we partnered with on this, said to me, Michelle, the problem is a lot of times people have never contacted their politicians to let them know their thoughts and what the, what's going on or what they feel. You know, I hate to use that, but you know what I mean? I said, you know, I've never done it either. I've never contacted them to, until, uh, but I've contacted them to get them on the show, but I've never contacted them as a constituent to express my grievances because they know that we don't do that, right? Because we are a little on the lazy side. So that's why we did this as a two, less than two minutes in order to contact them because it's already done. Everything is done. The information's there. But if you want to take extra steps um, uh, on the homepage under the, uh, and also on the po- politician or politi- politician contact information page, I put not only the, um, the direct link for their Arizona state legislature page, which has their phone number, their direct email, the email you could run through the state system if you want. But I also put the links to their Facebook and their Twitter pages so you can click on that. All you have to do, and that means you can use this as a resource for anything that you need to find them. And for every one of those actions, if you email, if you phone call, if you sign up a a mass campaign expedition, which is what this is, where if you tag them on Facebook or Twitter, each of those actions counts as 1,000 voters. So one equals 1,000. So that means you do one action, it's 1,000. You do all five, that's 5,000. They count that as 5,000 primarily pissed off people. So that's what I'm saying. Let's all do this every single day. Take the two minutes, click the buttons, send the email. If you want to do the other stuff, you can, and tell all your friends because they're going to put the pressure on them. And then they're going to have to listen to we the people. They don't have the consent of the governed, but they don't know that because we're not showing it to them that they don't have our consent. I'm wrapping it up because they, we've allowed them to get away with murder, literally murder for all this time. Oh, hell no, no mas. That's what we're saying. Oh, hell no, no mo, no mas. We can't do this anymore because look what we get the results. You take away my ability to elect who I want to elect. How dare you? Unanimously. All right. You guys are trying to fix it. It's been 12 days. 
he's still not fixing it. I believe that they're they're having the hearing now. I'm going to go listen to him. Um, but uh, let's say you guys need to make it up to us. Uh, you might want to do what's right, what's constitutional, because there was an amazing amount of fraud. Why don't you go ahead and agree to the resolution? And here's the thing. There's 14, I call them, there's heroes and zeros in this mix. And these are all Republicans, right? We only need them all to be in agreement to pass it. You got 14 or Republicans that are heroes that said, yes, I put my name on it. I have the courage to stand for what's right and what's legal and what's constitutional. And then you got 33 zeros that have decided, no, 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 uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I, uh, or I like fraud or uh, I'm going to just uh, sit this one out. And uh, like uh, Bartow, Kathy Bartow, I talked to her and I asked her and she goes, well, Michelle, you don't have the votes. Otherwise I would vote. Yes. And I said, kind of was confused. I said, wow, I don't have the, and it's not me. It's not I, the American people, the people of Arizona apparently don't have the votes because the people in the elected elite positions are choosing to go with their own opinions rather than representing the people. The whole point is the role of an elected elite, someone in the house and the Senate is supposed to represent the constituents. So if the constituents want you to do something that is lawful and constitutional and what is right because you are rectifying something that was unconstitutional, fraudulent, and illegal, the election, then you need to do it because that is not only what the people want, it is legal. Uh, Again, it has to do with the fact that you are certifying a legitimately fraudulent, can you say legitimately fraudulent, like jumbo shrimp, a verified fraudulent election, an unconstitutional and illegal. So you need to rectify the situation. It's just like uh, somebody killed somebody and they go to court and they uh, get convicted and they go to jail. So you rectify the, 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 uh, the crime and there's consequences. You fix it. That's what we're doing here. There's 33 that are like, no thanks. Because it goes back to uh, when you, uh, those who stand for nothing fall for anything. Kathy doesn't stand for anything. Because if she did, she believes there's fraud, she'd vote yes. If I had the vote, so it shouldn't matter. I have the first of all, it's not me. It's not me. It's it's not my vote. It's not my bill. I was just trying to get more people to contact their elected elite in order to express their grievances so that the voices are heard so they do what's right, do what's legal, do what's constitutional. It's 311. We got to wrap this up. So go to everythinghomeaboutus.com, the very top of the take action menu is uh, what you're going to click to do this every single day. And you're going to go to that website and please use it as a resource. Share all this information with all your friends, your contacts, follow us on these. Well, I don't want you to follow anybody. I want you to join us in uh, on social media. I want you to be an active part of the community because that's what this is all about. That's what this is all about. We have some amazing, amazing leaders that are coming into the mix. And most of them, um, it's a lot of people that have been on the show. And if they haven't been on the show yet, they will be on the show. 
and uh, we're bringing all of their people into our mix. So we have one big, awesome, cool group of kids, like the cool kids are all going to be hanging out together and you're going to all get to meet each other. And I encourage you to network with one another. That's what this all is about. Collaboration and networking. Buy and sell each other's products. Join each other's groups. Don't reinvent the wheel. You don't need to. It's all right there in front of you. Again, it's like Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz. She had the ruby slippers the whole time. She also knew uh, where home was. Home was where the heart is, right? She had all of the solutions right there in front of her the whole time. She just didn't realize it. You are the same. You are the same people. Again, we want you to be the 2.0 version of YOU in 2022. And this is how we do it. This is how we do it together. Go to everythinghomeaboutus.com. Tune in on Friday to brighteon.tv at 4 p.m. Pacific time. And again, next Monday here on uh, however you're listening live, which you can go to everythinghomelive.com, everythinghomelive.com. It gives you all the options. Again, all this information literally is on the take action tab, the take action menu. You will see that uh, everythinghomeaboutus.com. It is loaded. You can scroll for like three days. <laughs> it's not that bad, but you just got to read. You got to read to see what you need. Go check out that marketplace. Go get yourself some MyPillow products, promo code home. Get yourself some patriotic gear. Get yourself some prepared food supplies for when the poop hits the fan here and in this, uh, you won't be able to go to a grocery store or if you're just deemed an extremist and they're going to ration your food anyway. And if you want to be healthy, go get your Zeb Zelenko supplements. There's a 5% discount. If you use promo code home, same over at Bright Town store, you get 5% off and uh, Zeb Zelenko, that's it. So you, uh, you're going to be prepared for the next, uh, the next bioweapon that they're going to be launching at you. Plus then you don't get any of the little buggies, that, uh, you know, that you would normally get during the year when you get, when you get uh, sick. So I, yeah, because they're going to, they're going to, they'll probably release something else to get you, to get you another bioweapon. And uh, don't get the, uh, don't get the non-vaccine bioweapon in your body. All that bad stuff. All that bad stuff. Um, we've been talking about it for a year. Just in the more stuff's coming out, just getting, uh, I'm just glad more people are starting to wake up and pay attention. And certainly do not put that uh, in the bodies of your children. Uh, why would you want bat, bat, bat uh, DNA chromosomes and all the other stuff, the hydrogel and all that that's in there. But anyway, all right, it's 3.15. Oh, I'm wrapping it up. Um, and, uh, yeah, so go check out the Marketplace. All of that information is there. Go listen to the other shows that are incredible and listen to uh, and, and get this information out about this campaign. I'm telling you, this is the low-hanging fruit. And uh, join us in, this, in our community uh, as we build and grow this amazing group of people. And also uh, join the newsletter, whether you do it through the website or you do it through um, Arizona Saves or Save My Freedom or directly through Everything Home, uh, the talk show. Either way, it'll, it'll overlap each other. So whichever one you want to sign up for. That way that we can be in contact with you. Because as you know, we've been talking about all episode, I'm heavily censored. And I don't even post anything that's controversy. So that's just crazy. Again, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when that they're going to be coming for you. So we need to gather all the troops together. Because once we have this certified Arizona, the world is going to change. And it's going to change for the better. So this country will change. And then we can bring and we can then mobilize. Once we've mobilized the masses, remember we're mobilizing and motivating the masses to get off their asses. And this is how you do it. Don't expect you to go to a rally. You don't need to leave the comfort of your couch and you can do this and participate and it will make a huge, huge difference because the number one thing that we learned, that I learned watching the two people, uh, Karen Fan, President Karen Fan of the Senate and Rusty Bowers, the Speaker of the House here in Arizona, Anarchy, Arizona, they both said, and they were irritated. You should have seen their faces. 
they both did not like when people were calling and emailing them to express their grievances about the bill, the disastrous bill that they passed to take away your ability to choose your elected representatives. That is what their biggest complaint was. I said, aha, there's their Achilles heel. So let's let's light up the phones. You don't even have to do that. It's the email campaign. So again, two minutes a day. You do it every day. I don't care what state you live in until all your friends and we'll just keep doing it and we'll keep hammering it. We'll keep hammering it. And then we got them. And then they have to, they have to say yes, especially if they're running for re-election. You got to tell them these things. You got to tell them, I'm not voting for you for re-election. Uh, if you don't vote yes for this bill, that's it. End of story. And make that for the candidates too. And if we get enough, if there's enough pressure, Enough pressure, like a pressure cooker, they'll pop. And they'll go ahead and say, fine, I'll sign. I don't care. Because they obviously don't care about the country anyway. So do it, do it, do it, do it. Everythinghomeaboutus.com. All righty. You have heard me long enough. If you're still listening, thank you. And thank you for everybody who's listening. The numbers have been great. We're going to work on, we're working on getting some more platforms, uh, including my Frank's speech. And uh, a couple other ones that I cannot tell you yet. We're also on conservative television of America, Claude Van Damme. I call him Claude Van Damme. He, uh, he has added us to that platform, which is great. And you can, uh, you can download their app it's C- or their website, ctva.tv, conservative television America. Um, and you can download their, uh, they have a Roku channel. They got a fire stick channel, so you can watch it on that. And that is on a demand. And then also um, brighthand.tv has a Roku has a Roku channel also. So then that way you can go ahead and uh, watch us there Fridays at 4 p.m. Pacific time. So thank you everyone who's been listening and sharing the show and joining the Save My Freedom movement and then participating in the one-click email. Uh, it's making a difference. So we just need to make it louder. We need to make it louder and prouder and faster because we don't have a ton of time left. We need to save this country. I'm going to leave you with a couple little words here from a friend of mine, a friend of mine that I had the privilege of meeting many, many years ago, um, and a great, great president. This is something that you need to be reminded of every single day because, again, anything that has to do with government is bad. Passing bills, not reading them. They don't represent you. Unfortunately, they're in positions. And we need to obviously go ahead and, uh, uh, you know, candidates and things like that. Right now, now the focus is we need to to get the people that are in the office to listen to us. So this is a good reminder. And then we're going to wrap it up. It would be nice if it played. You know what I mean? yeah, I, guess I think you all know that I've always felt the nine most terrifying words in the English language are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. And don't forget that because that is 100% true. There's nothing that they have done that they will ever do that will help you that is in your best interest. There's no reason to pass more laws. You just need to start taking them off the books, right? Ay, ay, ay. All right, everybody. Make it a great week. Tune in on Friday. Brighton.tv. Watch us live at 4 p.m. Pacific time. And uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. And again, uh, we we got this. But you got to pray. You got to plan. And you got to take action. It is time to show up. 
because what are you what are you gonna say? What are you gonna say? How does it how is it gonna be in um in years from now when uh, not even years from now, you know, um when uh somebody says, Well what did you do? What did you do? You know, the only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. Mm-hmm. What side of history do you want to be on, people? It's time to stand up, speak up, show up, and take action today. All of our freedoms depend on it. Uh, I know you're busy working, but if you don't do these uh, take action items, then you're not going to have a business to work at. That's just how it's going to be. We got an opportunity here to do something amazing. Uh, so just or join us and we can do it together. Everything home about us dot com. And uh yeah, I'm sorry I'm a little discombobulated today, but again it is just time to restore our republic. Renew our faith. Once you commit everything changes. Put on your common sense cap, try to leave them on all day. I want you to sleep and encourage conviction and common sense are contagious. Special thank you to all the partners of everything home socially conscious, the front networking marketplace, their information, their episodes, their websites, and everything you need to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life, make a difference, especially in your communities. It's on our take action menu, everything home about us.com. Share it with your friends, share it with everybody. Check out that first tag, join our movement, save my freedom movement, and help us by saving your freedom and, uh, get this uh, this certification of the Arizona election taken care of. It doesn't matter if you're in the state of Arizona. It's just a matter of getting the attention of the elected elite by sending a one-click email. All campaign takes you two minutes, people. Two minutes. If you're still listening, thank you. You're awake. I got it. I know you are. You're going to pray. You're going to plan. You're going to take action. You can do that every day. Go make it a fabulous, amazing day, an amazing week. And now we will see you. I believe the new studio should be done by then. How exciting for Friday. You got this. We got this. We got this together. We're going to do it together. We're going to come together. It's now or never, people. Because you got to show up. That's all I'm asking. Little God bless the USA. We are out of here. If tomorrow all the things were gone, I'd work for all my life. And I had to start again with just my children and my wife. Thank my lucky stars to be living here today Cause the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away And I'm proud to be an American Where at least I know I'm free And I won't forget the men who died Who gave that right to me And I gladly You've been listening to Everything Home with Michelle Swinnick. Life, laughter, and the pursuit of happiness. To meet, learn from, and hire the experts and the guests, professionals, and members of the Everything Home Socially Conscious Referral Network and Marketplace, visit everythinghometalkshow.com slash episodes. And to listen, subscribe, rate, review, like, 
follow, comment, and share, go to www.everythinghometalkshow.com and find us on all the major listening platforms. Thanks for listening. We hope you were entertained, and we hope that you picked up some real-life, tangible takeaways from some good people doing good business and good things. Till next time, this is Everything Home, signing off. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.